you dumb, beautiful fucker. Who wants to be in America's slash fit with Abraham Lincoln? Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. Podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick. And joining me today are my five clinging co-hosts. Uh, upside down, all the blood's rushing into my head. Colt, it's your boy Shimmy. Web shooter Winslow. I'm the jackal, and man, I used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> <coughs> it's the coughing can man. Yay! Yeah, Ooh. I love Sandman. Bring yeah. me a dream. Uh-huh. Boom, 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 boom. Not even what the fuck I just said. But today we are discussing Spider-Man No Way mm. Home. Now, we will say this is a little bit different than our usual format. Typically, we reserve our spoilery talk for a non-canon file. But <laughs> with, just, with just how the holidays fell and uh, needing a certain spot for the Monday episode, we figured... Why not just go ahead and drop this thing top of the week and just get it over with? So, yes, we will be discussing No Way Home in full detail. Spoilers <laughs> all so the way. So, if you have not seen the movie, um, well, you're fr- you're, it's your prerogative if you want to listen to this episode and get everything about it spoiled and in depth. But we <laughs> think you would have more enjoyment out of it if you went to see the movie first. And then came, let, came back and let this be, episode be your companion piece to help you digest all the craziness that you just saw. So, last chance to back out before we start dropping hella spoilers. Warning! Warning! Spoiler yeah. in three, two, one. Toby! I, I can't. I can't believe Spider-Man gapes in this movie. Oh, he does. I can't believe. I can't believe they didn't kill him just for that big fat ass. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, we're gonna go in a little bit light. Our our formats in the past. We're gonna go around the room, give like our star ratings, and then we'll get into like the nitty gritty of what happened in the film. Colt, lead us off. What was your star rating and sort of like your brief, succinct impression of the film? Uh, I gave it five stars. It's my favorite Spider-Man movie and one of my favorite Marvel movies. Now I absolutely love this movie. I think uh, Spider-Man's cool. Yondu dies, and Aunt May does too. <laughs> That actually, that does in happen. That order. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt May does die. If we're being technical, yes, in that order. In that order, yeah. Uh, for me, seven stars. Whoa, is seven. It in the Tokyo Dome? Oh no! Even in the Tokyo Dome, it couldn't have been any higher. This is not just my favorite Marvel movie. This is my favorite superhero movie. It was everything I possibly wanted out of this movie, and then so much more. I cannot say enough good things about this film. It is now in my top five favorite films of all time. Mm, that's, that's quite an achievement. Don't yeah. You think? <laughs> uh, four and a half stars. It was great. It was a fun time. 
Uh, definitely my favorite out of the Spider-Man trilogy. Probably my favorite Spider-Man film of all time. One of my favorite Marvel movies. Uh, I would say it's definitely in the top five. I need to reevaluate all of it now because I also saw Eternals not too long ago, and Eternals is like I loved it. So, but this I would say is definitely higher than Eternals. Um, There's definitely a lot fighting for a contendership for like a high-ranking Marvel movie, especially after this year. Like, it, it just it's so good. Um, and it does so much for the character, I believe, in the MCU. So, I mean, it opens up a lot of doors, which is really fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, I really fucking enjoyed it. Uh, I, I still need to watch it a few more times before I make, like, any sort of definitive on, like, where it places on my list. Because I love the fuck out of Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man 2 and fucking Spider-Verse. But... I, I don't know what else to say. It was really fun. It was what I wanted and what I expected and had a fucking blast. Four stars. I just noticed you're wearing uh, the Thing shirt. That's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. <laughs> it's um, a rad shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm just going to cut to the chase. Five stars. Nice. This movie was great. I had a blasty blast. Literally, quite literally, not a dull moment. It was also... Strangely enough, a pretty solid theater experience, at least for us. Yeah, yeah, because usually our theater is kind of doo doo, but like everyone popped off at like the perfect time, yeah, uh, the right moments and, and like appropriate volumes, and like there wasn't like too much clatter gussing up the rest of the. So you could, you could hear people were talking even when you know it was like, oh, that's a big thing to happen. Yeah, but like I, my my only light gripes that I have will be talked about later on. But yes, five stars, loved it, fucking loved it. I I will say the only probably the only thing I would get out of the way just for like I would have gone five stars, but four and a half just because the CGI just really I I I didn't like it. I was like, Ugh. there but, was a, a there was a point where I was like, you're using a lot of CGI, and it feels like only the head is the only non-CGI thing in this scene. Like, it just felt so weird. But other than that, it was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, I agree with everybody. It was a, it's a fantastic... It's definitely one of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, it's four stars for me. I, I definitely had a little qualms here and there, but nothing just like, oh, this is breaking it. I would like to sort of revisit it, like, on my own, and so I could, like, like, maybe, like, solidify <coughs> certain things. Because, you know, there... Not not everything is fully formed for a lot of people on first viewing, so I be I would like to revisit it. But it was still a lot of fun. It was it was just it, top to bottom. It was just full of action, a lot of good surprises, and and it's one of my favorite theater experiences because everybody was just in a was just in there for the ride, and it was just kind of like felt like a one really cool collective moment to be like in public watching something in movie. It's a, it's a great thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Uh... I think there was only two parts where it might have gotten so loud that it's like, okay, okay, everybody needs to right, calm we, down. We kind of need to watch the movie, like, guys. It was uh, when uh, Peter is talking to his lawyer. Uh, <laughs> that that might have been one person in particular. But no, okay, but no, it was so funny because it was literally just like at first it was like everybody was like, <gasps> it was like, but it was kind of delayed until like I kind of like. I kind of yelled, and then that's when everybody just kind of started fucking screaming, and it was like, oh shit, <laughs> like. Yeah. While I was f filling my diapy during that particular scene, um, I might have 
inadvertently made everyone else in the theater's diaper uh, fill up because I fucking screeched. Yeah, y'all. for real. I you didn't just screeched. Uh, you jumped out of your seat. I, I like I didn't know I didn't know anything about any spoilers. I try to avoid all that shit like the fucking plague. I want to enjoy my first go at it. I watched the first trailer for this movie and said, you know what? You got my money. I'm done. I don't want to yeah. see anything else. So I went into it and then. Well, you, I guess we're talking about it. Fuck it. You see the cane. And then I'm like, oh. I start. that's when I start fidgeting in my seat, right? And then I hear the voice, and I put my arm over my mouth. I don't know why I just did that. I just fucking did that over the mic. Put my arm over my mouth, and then you see that face, that oh-so-familiar Charlie, Charlie Cox, Cox face. fucking face. And then I just go, <laughs> in a crowded fucking theater. Oh my god, that I was I couldn't stop smiling for like five minutes. No, after that. I recall call like, you screaming at least three times. <laughs> I, uh, sorry, go ahead. No, because that was like that was like my full diaper moment. Because I'm a, everybody, like everybody in the in the game knows I'm a huge Daredevil fan. Yeah, yeah. and like I'm surprised that I didn't make a big noise, but I was just like. It just like all the air left my body. It was like, oh fuck, oh, that's him. Fuck that. no. I got done. I was like, oh shit, wait a minute, Pat's here. And I looked in his direction. No, literally, literally I turned my head, and everybody in our group's looking down the road back at me <laughs> because this this dude has a Daredevil T-shirt, a Daredevil hat. I mean, and Darede- I got a Daredevil figure right now, right, right now. now, right now. And like, um, yeah, no, like for me, my reaction was like it was literally just building up because I was like. Like, and like people were just kind of like, we're kind of like not really getting it until like, I finally just, it's Matt Murdock. <laughs> it's like, so I'm helping you along guys. <laughs> like, and which makes me kind of sad because then it also means that like everybody started like, at that point, everybody was fucking screaming. Even as he was talking, it was like shit. But then I'm like thinking, does everybody really know who that is? They should, but like I don't know. I mean, at the day of this recording, like literally, Daredevil is like at the top of Netflix yeah, okay. right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, like oh my god, it was so fucking crazy. It was so funny too because we'd seen a leak like forever ago of that scene, and I had completely forgotten about it. So when I watched it, it was still a huge fucking surprise. Like. It's Matt Murdock! <laughs> like, which means, to me, my favorite of the Netflix uh, shows was The Punisher. So I'm hoping to God that we can see John Barenthal being The Punisher mm. in the MCU at mm. some point. You I mean, need to watch mm. Daredevil. You need yeah. to watch Daredevil. I still gotta watch season three. That's the Out only the, season uh, I haven't seen. So I finally good. finished season three like two months ago. It's yeah. really great. Oh, it's so God. fucking good. I like it good. better than the second half of season two. Like For me, in my head, season one is the first season and the first four or five episodes of Daredevil Season 2. And then Season 2 is the rest of Season 2 and Defenders. And you just skip that shit. And then Season 3 is is like good Season 3. I, I will Because I <laughs> will say that, that was something that like a lot of people had a gripe with. And I do too. Is like Season 2, like the Punisher stuff was really fucking good. Um Sorry, that's kind of a spoiler. Uh, it's been spoiler, out for the years Punisher now. stuff is great. Uh, <laughs> you mean the character that got two seasons of his own show after the fact? <laughs> but but the re- the rest of it's kind of like eh, and like and like you said, it goes right into the Defenders. Now, don't get me wrong, the Defenders was pretty fucking fun. I enjoy the Defenders. Yeah, no, it's not I, bad. It's just comparatively. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like Elektra's a shit character anyway. I'm sorry, but she's never been fun. And even though like the the show versions, the best version that I've seen, including in the comics. 
I still just don't care. Also, it's easier to digest because it's only eight fucking episodes. Yeah. The rest of them are way too long. Like, I love The Punisher, and I am struggling to get through season two right now. Of The Punisher? Season two yeah. is not Oof. good. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just like, ugh. ugh like, it's, season one was a slog for, like, the second half. Season two is worse. Mm. Oh, I disagree. Full Should force. I just like skip to a certain episode and just this is good shit episode? But you need to there. watch Daredevil. Really. We're all hyped about. Yes. I mean, all... I will. It just doesn't change the fact. Has that anybody I think watched rules. or been spoiled on Hawkeye yet, other than me and Canon? Everyone oh, else here is spoiled, I've but pretty me. much yeah. know what okay, it is. Yeah. Well, now don't we've spoil got... it for me, please. Okay. Well, this is, okay. This has been the one thing, so it's fine. Uh, yes. No, no tainting. Of the cult, please. Today. I yes. want to watch it. Yeah, no one bothered Colt's taint. Though, <laughs> though, obviously, John Berenthal is, you know, like he's the Punisher. Yeah. At this, and I, 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 I imagine the MCU. He's got to be like top four of people they want to bring back. They should, and they should bring him back. Uh, they should also probably bring back Michael Coulter and. Um, What's her name? Uh, Christian Ritter. Christian Ritter for Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. I agree with half of that. Who do you, what, what do you mean? I hate Coulter. Really? What? He was boring. He was, he's a black hole of charisma. Not only was he not charismatic in the role that should be charismatic, but he made everyone else next to him worse by standing there. I'm sorry, it's been a while. Who's that again? Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Luke Cage. Ah, uh, okay. He's, I, he's boring. Uh, as, look, Luke Cage, his defining character trait is that he is... He's he's like seventies. Like he's he does, he's he's got a funk to him, right? Like he's he's charismatic. He's cool. Luke Cage is cool, not like nineties. I'm just gonna stand here and smirk at you, cool. But like effortlessly fucking cool. And Mike Coulter just stood there and I sort of agree. smirked half the time. I, I could see I could see part of that, but but like I, I have no frame of reference. So I was just like, oh, I fucking love this. Yeah, that's um, fair. Uh, like, as far as, like, because I've only seen the first season of Jessica Jones. And, and like, he, he definitely wasn't a highlight for me, but he wasn't bad. Like, he was, you know, he was just given a pretty solid performance. I, I really enjoyed, um, I actually really enjoyed both seasons of Luke Cage. I, I think I, I honestly think I like the villains more. Yeah, no, Cotton, <laughs> Cottonmouth was fantastic. Cottonmouth. Luke Cage was damn near unwatchable for me after he dies. Um, Mariah. Mariah's boring. Diamondback Ooh. is stupid. What? Wait, Diamondback? Okay, never mind, never mind. I, Diamondback's I was, I was goddamn thought, atrocious. I thought you were talking about Bushmaster. No, I like Bushmaster. I love Bushmaster. <laughs> no, Diamondback was goddamn atrocious. Yeah. Especially coming right after Cottonmouth. Which is so... Which... Uh, <laughs> That that whole thing was fucking weird. <laughs> I will say that. That I'm just saying, like the character itself has more in common with Shaft than he does what Mike Coulter did. Mm. Like, like uh, Samuel Jackson would have been a fantastic Luke Cage 30 years ago. <laughs> wow. Well, they, they just put Sam Jackson's head on a giant cheesy body. Well, now but, that makes me curious. Who do you think <sighs> should play Luke Cage? If I had my way, it would be. A thirty-year-old Terry Crews. <laughs> I would say okay, okay, Pats, I, I get that. Yeah. Pat's a uh, close Twitter friend, Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White would be a fan fucking tastic Luke. Kid. Yes, <laughs> Michael Jai White would be great. <coughs> but like, is he is he still tied up with like the DC TV verse? I don't know. <laughs> but what Iron Claw? Was I that? Guess, I guess it wouldn't really matter. That's a real. That's a pretty minor. No, thing. not Iron Claw. What was it? No, actually, that's that's a good like Luke Cage is so much like Black Dynamite. Except 
not like obviously a parody. Yeah. But like that same effortless cool. Yeah. That even in a jokey movie like that was clear that that's, that's just Michael Jai White. He would be a great Luke Cage. Okay. Oh, that I'm... Mike Coulter was just that one board from Ed, Ed, and Eddie that had a face drawn on it. I want you to plank. Plank, yeah. plank rule. Yeah, Mike Coulter was just plank. Just, I did not like him. Well, Kristen Ritter was fantastic, though. That was. I was about to say, I, I definitely love Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. Again, no frame of reference, <laughs> but I I loved uh, Jessica Jones season you know, one. Finn Jones wasn't a terrible Iron Fist as far as the character goes. He just got saddled with poor writing. And he didn't care enough to do the fight scenes. But as far as like yeah. the characterization, he was fine. He was I, closer. But even then, like he's supposed to be fun. But he wasn't. Yeah, I, I, I kind of didn't really care. I mean... I love Iron Fist. That's what... <laughs> like, I, I was really excited and... Eh. Fun. I will say, though, every time he was with... Uh, <coughs> I loved him in Defenders, and anytime he was with Luke Cage, I thought it was a great fucking time. Yeah, no, that was the most of my favorite Luke Cage scenes is when he was going back and forth with Iron Fist because it was the only time it felt like Luke Cage. I was about to say it's like that's when you you kind of felt like that like I don't know that really just cool the, just partnership. Yeah, that dynamic that they've always had. Uh, that's why they've always been a team. They're great together. Anyway, you should watch Daredevil. Cole. Yeah, you, watch Daredevil. <laughs> you need to fucking watch Daredevil. You know the number one show on Netflix right now? Daredevil. Spoiler alert, the first 20 minutes of this episode is actually about the other MCU properties. <laughs> you know what? If they bring back that bullseye, I'd be down. He was great. Oh, my God. I love that bullseye. He was so fucking good. What? You don't want Colin Farrell? You know what? He wasn't terrible. <laughs> he was the best the- part of that movie. I mean, he was, I, like, I know that movie's bad, but I have a, a the strange... The cut is not terrible. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, it, I it, it's because of it. that movie that got me interested in the character. I, and it's I, not because, like, oh, I, I'm sure there's a better version of it. It's just, like, I legitimately thought, you know what? I'm intrigued by the story now. I will say about season three, though, after watching that bullseye, I just started throwing shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... It, it was really hard to record with Wenzel during that time because he was just constantly trying to, like, hit a fly with a... <laughs> Paper skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a fun time. You need to watch Daredevil. I have no frame of reference for any of this. So you should watch Daredevil then. No. I you gotta watch Hawkeye next. Okay, it's on no. Netflix. Well, it's now, no, now you gotta watch Daredevil because Daredevil is officially well, the fucking... The thing is, I'm curious about is, are the MCO shows canon? Because I know Fisk is in the uh, uh, the Netflix show. I've, I've started Daredevil years ago. I'd never uh-huh. finished it. Uh, because... I don't know what happens with Fist, but I'm assuming he deals with them. What, Kingpin? Yeah. Yeah, he's like the main villain of season one and three. Yeah. So, like, what about for Spider-Man? If, because, because Can they he, introduce him again? Yes. In, in, yes, they Is there can. a way? Yeah. That, okay. He's, he's saying that because, um, you know, Fisk is a prominent villain in the Spider-Man video. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he debuted he, in Spider-Man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, no, he, he absolutely could like come back at some point. took that character to make it... Uh, a daredevil villain. I mean, and I, I don't want to jump jump to the end, so I won't. We'll we'll talk about some more ground. Well, I, I think that's stuff. a good way to parlay it to actual Spider-Man. Because, yeah, <laughs> uh, because like Fisk is a character that survives in a Daredevil show to show up later. Part of the thing about the movie is just sort of is like taking the villains and which I thought was a great story in the film is like rehabilitating the villains. Because it's kind of like a known trope in superhero films where the villains die at the end. You know, they either get either 
directly killed or they sort of like died because of the consequences of what they do. And the, for a large part of the film to be Spider-Man trying to help the villains and, and to re, replace them in their respective world, I think is a pretty interesting sort of trajectory for the film. Yeah, because, it, I mean, Spider-Man doesn't really kill people, right? Like, I mean, he, no. he's pretty famously but trying to save everybody. Yeah, and, like, I like think... some shit's happened, but he always felt bad about it. Yeah. He never did it on purpose. Yeah, and, like, I think... Um, I think Tanner said it, <coughs> where this is the film where Spider-Man or Tom Holland or whatever, this Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man, and I would actually, yeah, I would yeah, wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I mean, he, because, like, he's fighting against, like, five, five superpowered villains, <laughs> but also trying to save them. It's just Sinister Six minus one. Uh, yeah, and then I mean, technically five. they're all in there. It's just one of them decided to go get drunk instead. That was also probably part of my rating going down just a little, just a little. Uh, There's probably some red tape bullshit regarding that point, but we'll so get to much it. Red tape. Uh, we'll get to it at, at, at its own time. Um, but I think that that's a that's a great point Did, because I know the, the like as much as people really seem to enjoy the Tom Holland films, I do feel like. And at least from what I've been to tell, there's like a lot more like like controversy in terms of like how the how MCU has handled this interpretation of Spider-Man. Because as I talked earlier this this uh, month about Spider-Man Twitter, is that uh, there's just a roiling like cauldron of like interpretation. There's always gonna be someone has a different point of view, but there are people who feel <coughs> like the MCU Spider-Man isn't like real Spider-Man until like the closing moments of the film because he felt like he's either like just Iron Man sidekick or he's like he would he, because he has access to like all these like special tech and like other stuff he, he didn't make it himself or like he sort of inherited a lot of his stuff and so like he like he's not true to this sort of grassroots version mm-hmm. of the character that's how I felt he just felt too massive and we didn't get to experience the core and I I think that's a I think that's very fair because yeah and like I haven't hated I think he's a good Spider-Man um, I didn't like the idea of having a high school age Spider Man again and then making him Iron Man's sidekick. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that. So yeah, no, I'm absolutely in the camp that the last fifteen, twenty minutes of this movie is the first time Tom Holland has felt like Spider Man to me. Yeah. Um, he looked older too. Yeah, he looked older, which uh, that helped, but it's you know, like all this Iron Man tech and you know, all the iron spider and shit. Like it, so it much just, power. Yeah, this is like Iron Man's little buddy, and that's just not Spider-Man to me it, like it's fine as an interpretation I, don't, I didn't hate it it just wasn't what I want out of Spider-Man but then this movie was it absolutely was because it finally ripped away all the shit that was has been his crutch yeah, yeah. and he's Spider-Man now well it, and, and I, I know we talked about it with X-Men but at least for me growing <laughs> up I was a huge Spider-Man fan and I always like Spider-Man better by himself versus him in the grander MCU or just like Marvel Universe. But like, I don't know. I think it's just because Tom Holland has just such a, has excellent charisma. I, I, I really enjoyed this version of the character, especially for something uh you, you know, we, we've seen that version of Spider-Man with, with Tobey Maguire, so it's like, why not try something different? So I thought that's like a more financially downtrodden version. Yeah. And, like, I'm definitely, I feel like because this is what the 
eight, seventh, eighth Spider-Man movie overall live action. It's kind of like, I'm fine with it being just step away because we kind of had that sort of poor version, quote, quote, uh, financially poor version in the past. So, like, I'm grateful we didn't just sort of, com- like, completely retread that. But I understand why some people feel like if they didn't get what they want with the last two versions, they're kind of hoping for, like, maybe this time they'll get it right. Yeah. But, I don't know, they're... they're with with some with a character that's this big, literally one of the three most recognizable characters in visual fiction, you're you're, you're never going to nail down like that perfect version for somebody. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, for me, part of the thing is the, the Spider-Man as a character is built by being mostly on his own all the time. He's scraping by, making his own suit, not having anyone there to really help him. And yet he still tries to be a hero. You know, he busts his ass to do the best he can. But if, if you start him off and give him a billionaire buddy to look out for him, it kind of cheapens his character to a degree. So, you know, that's that was my biggest issue with that. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but now that's fixed because he has nobody and nothing, and he's making his own suit. Which, but that ending suit was badass. Yes, mm-hmm. it was so fucking good. <laughs> like, oh man, it's, it's very classic, Spidey. Yeah. Like, yeah, and ah, it's, it, it's it's so it's just so fun too because uh, I'd like to because you know it's obviously like him supposed to be making his own suit, like all the other Spider Mans and just Spider Man in general. But I like to think that the reason why he did that is because he literally looked at. The other Spider Men, spoiler, he was like, I gotta make my own suit too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and this, it looks like he took their symbols, like from the front and back, and yep. added it to his suit, which I thought was a nice touch. I, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And that, and honestly, the, the adding of the other, spoiler alert, Toby and Andrew are both in this movie, <laughs> like everyone expected. Uh, I think adding those two to this movie and making it a real case of a multiverse makes the different versions easier to, to, to digest. Yeah. Because before, like going from Toby to Andrew, I had problems with the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Yeah. He, he, as an actor, wasn't one of them. But it's just there's no universe where that Peter Parker wasn't the most popular kid in school. You know, <laughs> that, that is very true. But at the time, that was the only Peter Parker we had in the movies. Like That was like, this is your movie Spider-Man. Fucking deal with it. So now, that's not the case anymore. It feels like it's more open to where like you can have what you like. And I appreciate that because, you know, the Tobey movies, those are still my favorite Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Some of my favorite superhero movies. Spider-Man 2 is, to me, one of the most perfect superhero movies they ever made. And now, you know, I don't like this version. I like that version. But that version's never coming back. But we can't say that last part now because there they fucking are. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause Cannon was talking about it earlier. Like, you know, Doctor Strange just let the forbidden door. And he- <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it. I've said it a thousand times. I'm going to put it to audio right now. Doctor Strange 2, The Multiverse of Madness, is Sam Raimi's forbidden door to Spider-Man 4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what if it fucking happens? I, I, like, I would <laughs> shit a whole fucking brick. Like, Look, old I, man Spider-Man. Like, just literally Toby. Like, dude, I was telling Pat, I haven't read it yet, but essentially, like, uh, Spider-Man life story is, like, him just aging, like, in real time. It's really fucking good. Just, like, throw it down. Just, boom. All right, you're old man Spider-Man. Go. And that'd be great to see because, like, we this is the world we live in now. Where thanks to this movie, that we, it, it's still a little unlikely, but it's more possible now than it was before. That you can make a movie, Spider-Man with Tony McGuire. You can make a movie with Andrew Garfield now because, like, 
this is one of the biggest movies of all time now, and I feel mm-hmm. like they just want to keep making more. Hell, there's like rumors there's going to be a third trilogy with Tom Holland Spider Man. So well, Feige mm-hmm. and Amy Pascal have already come out and said they're working on that. So. Man. And but then Tom Holland. Tom's has, like, please let me go home. Yeah, I just Tom want to have a wife like, and a kid. He's like, oh, no. those are negotiation tactics. I say, oh, maybe we're done with Spider Man. Oh, another dump truck of money. Well, I guess we're not that done. <laughs> I said, just let the boy have a little break. Come on, no, cause, cause, <laughs> yeah, at least give him like five years, some time off. Well, no, Feige came out and said the other day, "Is like, look, we're working on it now to see where we go with this character. I just don't want anyone to have any of that separation anxiety that happened after the last one." Yeah, because that's not happening again. We're, we've yeah, got we, more Spider-Man coming. Yeah, because we can't take breaks anymore. There's no time to digest what we saw. It's on to the next one. Yeah. I, I, hey, Tom Holland just needs to take a break because the last few years he's just been in movies constantly, not just MCU shit. I think he's gonna have to go. Like, I feel like Robert Downey Jr. Whenever he first played Iron Man, and uh, he was just doing Marvel stuff for a long time until I think Doctor Doolittle. Or not Dr. Doolittle. Uh, I mean, he dabbled I mean, he did, did Sherlock Holmes. And yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't constant. Yeah. A judge comes to mind, I think. Was Isn't this... that what it was called? The Robert, with Robert Duvall? I yeah. think so. Yeah, we did that I one movie so. with Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, Road Trip. Oh, Dude, yeah. I love that movie. That was a good uh, one. The Soloist, I think, was after the first Iron Man. That was a Is Jamie that with Fox. Jamie Fox, yeah. the violin. I really like oh, that movie. Yeah. I've never seen that. I always wanted to. That's the most I've ever liked Jamie Foxx before Spider-Man No Way Home. So Wait, what? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a not a big fan of Jamie Foxx in things. I know, weirdly. But um, oh god, that reminds me of a fucking that uh s- s- spoiler thing that I saw on Facebook. Has anybody else seen it? Oh, well, it, it's an it's an advertisement saying like, no, you don't 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 spoil it. You know, be cool and uh, and kind, <laughs> considerate. Not everybody's seen it, but uh, the detail being, <laughs> and then all of a sudden Jamie Foxx shows up and goes, "Yeah, y'all, don't spoil No Way Home," and then they go. But wait, you are a No Way Home spoiler. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! (laughs) Because like this movie was the most late movie of all time. Because like it it seems like almost every single facet of this film was like like squeezed out at some point six months prior. No, it was actually there two uh, about month and a half, two months ago. One of the most prominent Marvel movie leakers that are online. He got sent like four pictures. Uh, just stills from the movie. He was like, and he he said in the interview later, he's like, I thought they were fake. So I put two of them up on my Twitter and just walked away. And ten minutes later, a friend of mine calls and says, "You need to take those down. I think those are real." And so he goes and he takes them down. And then Sony calls him twenty minutes after that. So how the hell did you get those? <laughs> and one of them was Charlie Cox sitting at Peter's kitchen table. I meant to ask, what were the shots? One was Charlie Cox at the kitchen table. Yeah. Which, again, it looked real, but it, you know, a lot of things looked real. The other one was all three Spider-Men standing on the scaffolding without their masks. Yep. That was it? Yeah, that was oh, it. Oh, okay. But the dude also said, and two of them, you wouldn't believe what they were. So I, I, mean, I don't know what they were, but I feel like I would believe it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably. <yeah. laughs> and, like, I wasn't sure about, I mean, that, and we, we were all kind of hoping that the other previous Spider-Man movie, but, but I remember seeing that clip of, like, Andrew Garfield, like, kind of, like, taking direction and his Spidey suit. Mm-hmm. But then apparently someone else, someone came out and said, no, it was fake. And the, it's, it's, you see like a breakdown of someone deep faking that shot. Yeah. yeah. Like even with the stills, I saw stills, uh, I saw the videos of Toby and Andrew and Tom all on that one scaffolding with green screen behind them, like moving. And even with those, 
99.9% of me was like, yeah, they're in the movie. But that point one percent. I was like, nah, I don't know. The internet's really good at deep fakes. I better see Toby. Yeah, because that's that's just sort of the we- like the weird level of technology <coughs> that's actually really kind of frightening when you think about it. Yeah. That we can just deep fake a whole ass person. He's like, uh, maybe. Yeah, so when Andrew came out of that portal, I'm like, huh, it's Andrew. Because- First time I've been happy to see him in a Spider-Man suit. <laughs> cool. Because I, there's a point like when you, when like uh, fucking Ned like turns on the fucking sling ring and just opens up the portal. Uh, which is a was a, a funny uh, bit throughout the whole movie that, that was pretty just, great. just like has magic powers now. And he even like he he telegraphed like no no Doctor Strange my mom's my grandma said they have magic my fingers tingle. Yeah, yeah. like they, well, they didn't come out of nowhere, but it, that was set up. But it's still funny that like oh, his hilarious. character who came was oh this is just his buddy now it's like magic. And and Doctor Strange was like you can open portals like yeah huh. And then walks away like, yeah. mm. Ned Leeds, Sorcerer Supreme. I mean, that, <laughs> that would bit be with him, in, like in his high school jacket and the fucking coat, coat like the cape, <laughs> that was a funny bit. I but, love that they included a little bit, a little bit of Filipino culture in this movie. I love that. Because the actor who plays Ned is Filipino. Filipino yeah. And then he's like, this is my Lola. And then Andrew Garfield, after he messes some shit, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Lola. <laughs> and then she speaks freaking Tagalog. And yeah. then she also says... I'm going to bed. I'm like, that's that's just like my mom. <laughs> the only thing that make it more per- perfect is just uh, his his grandma just picking on him like fucking crazy. And also too, the way it was decorated, I was like, oh, this is a fucking Hil- Filipino house right here. Just the, all this this decoration, bam. <laughs> so that's what, again. Plus, like, I really liked you know. Just, uh, Spidey's pals like I like, like MJ and Ned. like they're, they're a really I good, really like, love crew. The, oh my god, they're a really good crew. Okay, and I know they have like really excellent chemistry together too. I, I will say too, uh, whenever Ned, oh, this is, you know again jumping ahead, but when Ned was fucking crying because they would all forget he was Peter Parker, I I cried a little bit too. I was like, God damn it, like the fuck. All right, oh, broke my heart. He's gonna make them remember though. Yeah, I, I, maybe. I like. I, maybe. I really appreciate though. This is probably one of the more tragic, like large scale tragic moments for Spider Man. And, and considering how much terrible shit Spider Man has gone through through all the incarnations, that literally he has to physically choose that everyone who's ever known him his entire life will forget him for for the betterment of the universe and them personally. It's a huge sacrifice to make. And I would just really hate for them to undercut that sacrifice at a, at a later point in the series. Yeah, I To be that. fair, you got it. They probably will. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just kind of like, I would just hate it if literally by Doctor Strange 2 is like, oh, it's done. Or like literally because, okay, so me and Colt <laughs> are pretty, I'm pretty confident that that spell only works on Earth. Because so, whenever it shot off, it looked like it was going around the curvature of Earth. So, like, I can only assume that anybody who wasn't on Earth, who knows Spider-Man is, or Peter Parker's Spider-Man, would know. I.e. Thor, uh, Thor, the Guardians. the Guardians, Nick Fury, Captain Marvel. I mean, it seems unlikely, though, since the spell affected the entire multiverse, I don't think. But how, do, but how did it affect the entire multiverse? Well, I mean, it closed the multiverse of holes. I mean, it closed the holes, but, like, the spell was for just for the people... I think it said on Earth to forget. No, I never heard on Earth. It was just anyone who knows Peter Parker. I don't know. So does that? Yeah. I mean, th- th- that's getting into like the wibbly wobbliness of like magic and like especially the, the grandiosity of, of the of the magic with Doctor Strange can sling. It's like they haven't really like 
confirmed rules rules air, huge air quotes for <laughs> magic in this universe. So it's like, very soft magic. Yeah. But so like, I guess it, it could be like undone what it needs to because like we, we there's a reason why we don't get the rules because if they fuck up or do something they don't like they can just ah, there's a back door here. Yeah. <laughs> well, to your point though, Pat, I don't think they're gonna undo the major th- part of it. They might have like Ned and MJ find out who he is again and go from there, but. They're not going to like, oh, everyone just remembered Peter Parker was Spider-Man. Weird. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. So hopefully not. Cause that, that, I feel like that's a, you know, <coughs> a very cromulent thing it did to sort of close out this portion of his story. And I, I kind of hate for it's like a, a strong emotional moment to be like made null and void. Because mm. they definitely sort of in the past with other Marvel, they sort of undercut some emotional beats with later movies. Yeah. Know? Especially like if you go from some of the character development in Thor Ragnarok to Infinity War, some of that stuff is made available. Yeah, that, which, which is why, like, I would be worried and why I was I said what I said because, I mean, they have done that and, I mean, there is a possibility that they would do that again just because why the fuck not? Um, yeah. But I also have another question. This contains a, a, a spoiler for the end credit scene with our friend Venom. <laughs> Venom, yes. And so... Venom breaks off, his little splooge lands on the counter before he dissolves, and I'm curious, now that Venom's in this universe, does he still have connection to the other dimension, Venom, because they are a hive mind? Well, the the theory I've seen is that the reason, uh, like, you know, Venom, in the end credit scene of Venom too, he's like, we can go across the multiverse, because hive minds, and then he shows up there. So then another thing I've seen, uh, someone's like, well, I mean, that explains why he showed up in that universe because Topher Grace Venom knew who Peter Parker was. And if they've got the hive mind, then everybody knows who Peter Parker is. Or everybody in the inky black goo of the symbiotes. Yeah, all the symbiotes. Okay. I think that's fun. I do like that. Also, that was the soniest way I could think of for them to drop off a bit of Venom to have the black suit story without yeah. having Tom Hardy show up and stuff. Yeah, which is like... Which uh, feels like really stingy on Sony's part. Yeah. Like, I feel like they're playing just enough ball with with like Marvel and Disney to like acquiesce, but like we're, like we're not... Cause, cause I feel like in one way, having Eddie and Venom can we kind of make already a very full movie even more bloated and like it would feel kind of awkward to, in, to somehow insert him into the action or, or hear me out we just cut the lizard entirely and just replace him with eddie brock yes now we gotta have the sinister that. six bro yeah i just think the lizard is the most boring of the out of group. all the villain it de- yeah like he has the least to do and like even in the comics i didn't like i thought he was one of the lamer villains well i can't i can't I love lizards, so that's why I like the lizard. In the first Amazing Spider-Man, he was that boring too. So yeah, Man. like you just you got because I, I, I do I don't really like that movie is a five out of ten, just like very middle of the road. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the the reason they did it is because he was the only villain in the first one, so you get a villain from all the movies that came before this one. Oh yeah, so like it makes sense why he's there, even if 
to some, he may not be the most like engaging yeah. character. You just yeah. leave out Harry Osborn and you leave out Topher Grace, and then we're good. I mean, believe, you know, believe me, if I had it my way, the uh, it would have been the Spider-Man animated series version of the lizard in that cage. You know, from Fox Kids. Yeah, I wish oh, they would uh, at least yeah. given him a trench coat, like a lab yeah. coat. That'd yeah, cool. I don't like the like the, the naked man, the naked lizard man. I will say that I do like that. I I'm pretty sure I have that <laughs> toy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's fucking yeah. right. Yeah. At least they fixed Electro. Yeah. 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 Like I wasn't. I just do not like Amazing Spider-Man Two. They're not good. Hot movies, take. But, I yeah. know, but yeah. I, I will say because like because this is this movie has kicked <laughs> over the ant hill even more of Spider-Man Twitter. I've definitely seen a lot more like pro Amazing Spider-Man Two takes on my team. Uh, my timeline. It's like I like I, you know I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but like that was definitely like a low point. Of that franchise, like yeah. I just wasn't feeling it. Which, and, uh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. And, but it, I kind of feel like I was afraid with this one because, like, it seems the final movie in every Spider-Man trilogy. Kind of like let's just throw everything in the kitchen sink in it. And I feel like this No Way Home it had a lot going on, but I don't feel like it felt as messy or clunky as the other two final installments. Yeah, yeah. and like there was. <clears throat> fuck ton happening in No Way Home. Yeah. <laughs> That's why there was so much benefit of having five villains, all of whom were previously established. Yeah, y- yeah, and literally, like all it, all you need is like a single line of dialogue. It's like, hey, you remember when this happened in the other movies? And even if you haven't seen the other movies, you can get an idea of like what's going on. I fell into a vat of electric eels. I fell into a super collider. Damn, we need to watch where we fall. That was really funny. <laughs> that was really fucking funny. It was a good time. Yeah, I think about a buddy of mine from work. Uh, I, I, was, I was I was telling everybody at work. I've been talking about Spider Man all fucking week. Friday, the day finally came, and uh, a buddy of mine was just like, "What? Do I need to watch like anything before this?" And I was just like, "Well, yeah, obviously." But now, like a part of me, like after seeing it, I feel like you know what? If you just wanted to watch one of them, you could probably do it. Well, I know, like <laughs> like explicitly. Mel, one of our friends, she came to uh, watch the movie with, and she said like she hasn't really seen hardly any of the Spider Man's like from the first, second, or third generation, and she's still able to follow along. I feel like even if you haven't seen the movies, like it, it, there's enough pop cultural like awareness that people will be like, oh, I recognize that person or that character. That's so. how it was kind of with me. I I haven't seen the third Sam Raimi Spider Man, so the first two, and I haven't seen any of the Amazing Spider Man, so I have. No attachment to Andrew Garfield, uh, but I really liked him. That was the first movie I've ever seen Andrew Garfield in. He's a great actor. This was the best Spider-Man he's done, and I'm I'm 100% behind Amazing Spider-Man 3 with a different director than 1 and 2. Yeah, get, get Mark Webb away yeah, from Mark him. Webb needs to fucking stop. But Webb's in his name. Yeah, but that's <laughs> stupid. He's uh, a bad director. I do think it's funny uh, that Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was called Spider-Man 3. Does have a third fucking movie? That was I thought that was a good yeah, fucking bit. That was a good time. Um, also, I will say in the Amazing Spider-Man, in the first Amazing Spider-Man, I loved his suit in that one. He, he does have a, a fun suit. suit. I thought it was cool. The yellow lens and the the very like uh, more blue than red. I thought that was sick. Yeah, I mean, honestly, all the movie Spider-Man suits I think are pretty rad. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny how like I feel like the new the Tom Holland Spider-Man, his his suit seems to be the less textured of the other yeah. Spider-Man. Because, like, it feels like the first Spider-Man, it's like, it's like ribbed for his pleasure. And then, <laughs> and then, and then like, uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, at least from the first meeting, it kind of felt like he's like a basketball with, like, spider webs on it. And then, 
they kind of rebooted yeah. the franchise to the end of the second one anyway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it just feels like a different movie. But, like, all the suits are look pretty cool. And we got a few different in, in this one. Yeah, I always... Um, so the, a lot of the leak, some of the leaks was like toy leaks and stuff of like Spider-Man's black and gold suit. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And the entire movie, I was like, when are we going to get the golden black suit? And then he looks inside of it. I was like, oh, my fucking God. That was pretty oh, funny. Immediately man. turns it inside out. I was like, okay, that's fucking good. That was, <laughs> that was a good bit. That was it was a good bit. Funny. And the suit still looked fucking cool. It really yeah. So, yeah. And I look how Mike, I remember like one of the shoulders had like a bunch of little baby wires and shit poking out. And yep. stuff. I was like, ha, Mankey worked up inside out, man. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. I also do love how. It literally felt like a fucking video game when um, Doctor Strange took his like his one of his arm gauntlets and turned it into a fucking web shooting portal gun. I was like, that's kind of cool. Like, that's yeah. totally a fucking video game <laughs> shit great. right there. Yeah. You just wait for someone to make a Spider-Man portal crossover. Oh man, we've been really jumping all over the yeah. place. Let's try to. Where should we go? Where Where are we going from here? How about the fact that at the end, when the lizard and Sandman both turn human again, that was repurposed footage? I knew it! It was. It very much was. I knew it! They both came back to do voices, but their human forms, that was repurposed footage. That's why Sandman was always the Sandman, man! (laughs) I called it! Because... Because uh, echoed something Winslow said, because I do feel like there's a lot of this movie was CG when it probably didn't have to be. Yeah, like there's def- uh, there's definitely scenes where like this is an outdoor, but it feel like it's not real. Like when they're at May's grave and you see Peter and Happy standing there together. One shot definitely there. Next shot when they're facing the camera, that's nope, not real. Not I thought Tom Holland was standing on the grave at first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the tombstone. Oh, that's what I thought. I thought yeah, he was he's standing just on the doing tombstone. the Spider-Man squad on the tomb on the tombstone. Happy's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's like this little fucking orphan standing over my girlfriend's grave. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Hey, they were on a break. Okay. No, they broke up. <laughs> my yes, ex-girlfriend. They, they, that yeah. was the bit. Oh, yeah, also May dies. I don't know if we covered yeah. that. Since Willem yeah. Dafoe yeah. is one of the best fucking actors out there. Dafoe is great. I yes. fucking love he, that bastard. He only agreed to come back if he could do the majority of his stunts. His own stunts, which is like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, he he wanted to, just, to kill Tom Holland. He didn't want to be a glorified cameo. He's like, I want to be in that. And he was the good. best part of the movie, villain-wise, yeah. part of the movie. Yeah, I mean, he is the villain of the movie. That whole fucking fight sequence of him just beating the absolute fucking shit out of Tom Holland. He actually beat the shit out of Tom Holland. Like, he, he destroyed uh, Tom Holland by just slamming him through a fucking apartment That building. was fucking insane. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the scene leading up to that where Tom Holland's spider sense starts going stupid crazy. Mm-hmm. It was so and good. And standing there looking at everybody. And all of a sudden, he webs Defoe's hand, and Defoe's looking at it, and he slowly turns back to the camera. And he's like, "Oh shit, that's the goblin! Oh god!" Oh, well, and man. then there was a, like uh, like a few like <laughs> seconds before that that like Defoe does this like quick change of his face where it's like he's Norman, then he's like, "Oh, he's goblin mode now." He's got such a good face; he knows how to move it but correctly. It, it, it's, but it was like super subtle to where it's like. Oh, like the audience knows, but it's not like super telegraphed either. He's an incredible actor. Oh, oh. yeah. And he beat the ever like, I just love how this 66 year old dude beat the fuck out of this 25 <laughs> like, I mean, year old he, dude. He fucking what? Like, suplexed him? Yeah, he did yeah. wrestling moves all over him. Yeah. Somebody got fucking last ride in that. <laughs> I saw, oh, there was a spear. Yep, like, didn't was Goblin a spear. spear him through the floor? <laughs> 
<laughs> it was in fucking insane. Like, I want to watch the movie just for that fucking just like sequence. Busting through like three stories. Mm-hmm. Like God damn, no fucking letting up too. Just going. Yeah. Oh my god. So I, good. I, and I know. I know one thing I saw was that people wanted Tom Holland Spider Man. Like I thought he was pretty beaten up in Spider Man Two: Far From Home. But in this one, people were like. He needs the absolute ever-loving fucking shit beaten out of him, just like fucking Tobey Maguire Spider-Man at the end of Spider-Man 1. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'd fucking love to see it. And we got it. We got it, basically. Like yeah. He was uh, looking like Loki when he was getting choked to death. Yeah. He, his eyes were fucking bulging. Yeah, they were, it, it, like, I don't know the truth, but like, they, like, it was like Quentin Tarantino just like came out and just like choked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did do that. I just like find it like uh, amazing how this... It all just comes full circle. Like the first villain was Defoe, and then this movie it ended with Defoe. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. Oh man, so fucking good. I would Got love it. to see what it's like back in Toby's universe where they lived, because I loved uh, Doctor Octopus in this movie. He was so fun. He's the, like Alfred the two Bellina's best Spider-Man. Great. Movie, yeah. The two best Spider-Man movies have Doctor Octopus in them. That's all I'm saying. Like the two <laughs> best. Yeah. You've got Alfred Molina. As Dr. Octopus. He's like, Edmund Lita is a, you know, just a phenomenal actor in every sense of the word, but like his Dr. Octopus, like it really, you get, you see, you see like his villain and you see like his heart. Cause I feel like, like I kind of feel like if they're going to do like they did in two, like he's going to have like an arc where he's the first one to be like turned to the side of good. Or like, I thought like he was going to, he was going to be good and the rest were going to be bad, but it turns yeah. out everybody kind of got a redemption in the end. Yep, and he was he was like uh, one of the first to help Basilda because when in the final battle on Liberty Island, like he's he shows up, you think he's gonna beat him up, but then like psych bitch, I actually turn on the cures for like Electro and all the other ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was really fucking good, and I'm glad they did it, did him that because I mean Doc Ock has always been kind of like a, um. I mean, tr- a lot of the characters are tragic, but like, I mean, there was you know, he's a good guy that had his invention take over him. He mm, yeah. like in the video game, I was like so <sighs> torn because I really enjoyed how fun and fa- familiar he was with uh, Peter, but this fucking then you arms. gotta kick the shit out of him. I mean, yeah. yeah, like because like you know you do an evil shit, but like there's no there's no reason to just like you know to just because I know that's part of Spider Man's thing is like quips and stuff, but like, there's no reason to like really just belittle him and you know beat the absolute loving shit out of him you know because like i mean yeah he's doing some evil stuff but like you know if you can help him why not because yeah. I mean, especially you know. that version of the character is definitely more tragic yeah it's not his intention that's not yeah. what he wanted uh yeah no i i like again like just i mean this spider-man really like so fucking tragic but also like goes hard as shit when it comes to hero stuff you know like yeah. I, I and i really like that um. Yeah. I mean, if if anyone's gonna make some really hard personal decisions, it's gonna fall into Spider Man's lap. <laughs> and and this point. is especially yeah. and with how young this Spider Man is, it makes it even more tragic. Yeah. yeah. And, and like bringing it back to the whole Iron Man thing, maybe like, and this is just sort of an an interpretation, like having him start out that with Tony Stark and having that level of money and just capital in general. Makes it, like, his fall to this point even harder. Yeah, and it's not like he, like, you know, he lost it because, like, uh, gambling or anything. It's just because, it's like, it's just, it's kind of like a rightful, like, not downfall, but rightful, like, taking a step down. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just an interesting way to take this character. One that had, like, a lot of resources at the start of his, like, journey, and then 
at the end, he has to build up from scratch. And I think that's an interesting way to do the character. And I guess we'll see how that turns out in the future, probably. Yep. Oh, yeah, and back to Aunt May dying. Holy fucking shit. That was crazy. As yeah, soon as yeah. she got hit by that fucking glider, like, I was it's like, over. She's I done. was like, so many people have been stabbed by that glider. There's no fucking way she survived <laughs> that. Like, I, like I, I thought when she got hit, it's like, wow, Aunt May's a fucking tank. She I mean, really? Yeah. Goddamn. Like, oh. Yeah, because when she initially got hit, I was like, oh, okay, she's dead. But then then he gets her up. I'm like, oh, okay, she's alive. And then it's like, oh, no, she's dead. She's like, like that real was dead. Like, that that was such a fucking teaser, too. Like, oh, yeah, she's fine. They're going to walk out of here. But then it's like, uh, like, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. I'm happy trying to steal the scene, pulling up in his whip. <laughs> <laughs> also, too, would Willem Dafoe. like, hey, mate, you think we can still work it out? <laughs> also, Colt talked about the cherry on top was Willem Dafoe fucking throwing a, uh, a pumpkin bomb. Like, yeah. Just an evil motherfucker. Really? And then it was fucking brutal as shit when uh, he picks up Tom Holland with his glider and Tom Holland just opens up the compartment, turns on one of the pumpkin bonds and shoves it back in. Like, holy shit, this is going to get brutal. <laughs> well, that same scene, that was where MJ gets knocked off the scaffolding and Tom Holland's like leaping after, I'm going to save And then psh, glider. It's like, oh God, they're about to Gwen Stacy her. And then Andrew Garfield with the redemption arc. Saves her. I love Which, that. was I, such a good book. I was about to say, that's really fucking good. I almost started crying just seeing his face when he's like, ha, I saved one. And, he, and, he's, and he's crying too. And it's like, Damn. Yeah. yeah. And then when uh, Tom Holland's about to stab Goblin with his own glider and Toby stops him and then gets stabbed in the back by Goblin, that's another time I heard Cannon scream. <laughs> I, was oh, like, yeah. I was like, no! <laughs> I was also amazed. Like, if they kill Toby. <laughs> That'd be fucking crazy. Then, then like, he's on the ground. Like, I've been stabbed before. I was like, okay, he's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I screamed during that part. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I jumped. Yeah. Well, I, would, I would definitely think that's a good point to sort of talk about the returning Spider-Man because yeah, not we only haven't, we haven't really a, talked about not that. Not only have you sort of like you know, that would be a good segue, and plus, like as on top of just like big reactions in the theater, because I remember because when this is shortly after Maze Maze dies, and you and like uh, MJ and Ned are watching it on TV, it's like oh fuck, this is really bad, and then. I do feel like it was like maybe a little soon for the comedy, but I know they got to keep this bitch rolling at two and a half hours. So when Ned starts playing with the ring, he opens up a portal. So, oh, we, we try to get Peter here. He can help us. And then you see someone running toward the hole. It's like, hey. It's like, hey. And I, I, I swear I heard somebody say or yell in the theater, that's not Peter or something. Like, And then it's Andrew Garfield pops yeah, out. No, I was, I was looking at Cole. I just kept looking at Cole. I'm like, uh, 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 because I, I was like, that alleyway, totally fucking reused footage, by the way, that alleyway looks something out of Amazing Spider-Man. And I was like, that's uh, yeah. that's Andrew Garfield. Because I could also see his eyes, the, the mask. The just mask. the right amount of dark. In just that the right alleyway. amount. So dark. Just just dreary and spooky. Yep. And then I was like, uh, uh, and then it, uh, it was a good bit. Good the bit. theater good fucking bit. exploded. The guy, oh, yeah. the guy yeah. that was sat in front of us was... Having an out of body experience, he was coming <laughs> like shit. Like Garfield didn't even take the mask off yet. People were fucking clapping in our theater. Oh Just yeah, like, yeah. And it's yeah. like I was like, yeah. Oh, and then and he has a great bit where he's like talking with MJ and he's like, prove you're Peter Parker, and he's like starts climbing the wall, and, then, and he's like, this is enough. He's like, and she's like, no, you need to cl- you need to walk on the wall. Like this is enough. This is enough. She's throwing fucking, <laughs> fucking bread. Bread. Oh, it was bread. Oh, yeah, God, it was bread. Man. I was like, why are they not breaking when they're hitting the ground? It's fucking bridge. And then fucking. Uh, Ned's Lola was like, could you get this the cobweb up there? I'm like, that is totally fucking something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> get it. 
God, such good shit. And then the the biggest pot was when they summoned Toby. And Toby. Like, but, like, and our people literally jumped up in the alleyway, just yelling and hooting and hollering. I just, screamed. I yeah. screamed just as loud as I scream when we watch wrestling. It was yeah. so funny, too, because it wasn't even, like, a mystery or anything. It was literally an open portal. It's like, Toby's like... Not even in a suit. Yeah. Not even in a suit, just <laughs> looking around like, Hi, I'm Spider-Dad. Hey! I'm looking for young uh, Peter. Now, there was one guy in our theater, when as soon as Toby McGuire popped, he's like, Yeah! 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 <laughs> uh, like, just fucking just <laughs> yeah. fist pumping. Screeping. There was part of me, I kind of wish they kind of gave that moment, like, a little bit more, like, juice. Like, you had, like, him open the portal, then, like, he, you see a footstep on it, pans up to see a full body. I kind of would have liked that, but that's just a personal choice. <laughs> yeah. And then he yeah. says, it's pizza time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I have rewatched that scene several times in bootleg YouTube videos because I love Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. And there is like a fade. He steps through the portal and the light slowly goes up so you don't see his face at first. Which I think that the nuance of that was lost with all the screaming around us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God, like <laughs> there's probably gonna be a lot more you pick up on when you like you can watch this on Disney Plus and like Oh, I'm buying know. the special edition Blu ray day one. Oh like, yeah. Pre ordering that shit. Fair. It's like that trilogy pack done. It's happening right now. Yeah. And then they'll be and then they'll have to twist Sony's arm. It's like we were gonna release uh all eight. And just they're just like, fuck you. I'd buy a Spider Man box set. I'd buy it tomorrow. Hell yeah. That'd be pretty <laughs> sick. Day day. That'd be pretty sick, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think we have a, a, a bit more to say about Spider-Man, so we're going to take a break and be uh, right back with you. part three discussion and we'll just be getting into uh, some more of our thoughts and feelings about no way home uh, first of which being like the it's a really great chemistry between the, all three generations of spider-man because i think once all three were kind of able to meet each other and just sort of hash out their mutual tragedies you really see sort of like this kinship form very quickly between it oh you know? definitely and one of the thing one of the scenes i loved is when they when mj and ned bring the two spider-man to tom holland and Tom Holland, you know, is, you know, explaining what's going on. He's like, you don't understand what I'm going through. I was about to and, and, and then, you know, they, they explain their stories. And I mean, and you know, when terrible shit happens to you, you know, that's all you can focus on. And you're like, no one understands. And I thought that was a really nice touch. Yeah, I thought that was great, too, because, like, he was like, just stop. You don't you don't get it. It's like, we are literally you. They're literally you. So they kind of <laughs> do. Uh. <laughs> and I like how they when they were talking there there's these constant variables to their stories but play out in dramatically different ways mm-hmm. like and it was so funny too because like whenever he brings up the great power line um they're like uncle ben uncle ben's the one that said that and they're all like whoa like whoa. yeah when toby finished the line i teared up a little bit yeah like, I said, like toby mcguire is my spider-man that's i saw that movie four times in theaters that was the summer my parents got divorced that was the only fun thing i had that whole summer so that movie has always meant a lot to me and just seeing it again i was i was oh i can't describe how happy it makes me 
Yeah, man. Except in just like jumbled sounds. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm I once my fucking check hits my bank, I'm buying the fucking uh Sam Raimi set. <laughs> Hell you yeah. need so good. I've not I seen him in years. I still maintain that number three would be much more beloved if it had come before one and two. But I one do. is a classic, and two is damn near perfect. Yeah, well, yeah, ex- like those were big shoes to fill, and also too, I think people overestimate how bad that movie is because, like, the stuff with Stan Man and the and, and some of the stuff with Harry Osborne's pretty good. Some of it's great. Like that super collider scene mm-hmm. with Sandman, I thought that was really well, cool. Thomas yeah. Hayden Church is the highlight of that film, but he's, oh, he's great in anything. <laughs> but poor Topher Grace gets like Topher Grace. No, I'm sorry, Topher Grace was the worst part of that fucking movie. Oh, oh hands down. I get what they were trying to do with that though, because yeah. Sam Raimi didn't like Venom. He didn't understand Venom as a character, so his mm. idea was let's do a dark version of Peter Parker. So you've got a smarmy little bastard photographer who gets a symbiote. I mean, and plus, you know, you have this Twinkie dude that <coughs> kind of looks like Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I also want to point out, in case you guys didn't know, that the villains in Spider-Man 2 and 3 have both fought Brendan Fraser in cartoon adaptations. That is true. Because George of the Jungle, Thomas Hayden Church was the bad guy. Yeah. And in Dudley Do-Right, Alfred Molina played Snidely Whiplash. And this is how we uh, we rehabilitate Brandon Fraser to a larger Hollywood audience. He's the next Spider-Man. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah! So what if we get a split-screen George of the Jungle Dudley Do-Right team-up and you bring back Thomas Hayden Church and Alfred it's Molina? It's the Brandon <laughs> Fraser-verse! <laughs> it's just a portal with like all Brandon Fraser's great characters. You get the mummy, you get... Deadly do right. You get George the Jungle and I don't remember the Encino other Encino Man. Yes, Encino Man, and just leave Monkey Bone out of it. No, you got to have them all. It's I all know, or nothing. No. It's all or nothing. It can be in the background. He doesn't have to be like a main. Okay, but Chris Kattan stays away. Kattan's a shithead. We can we can compromise. I was with like, Brendan Fraser's career is on an uptick now. Let's just leave all that other shit out of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, he's gonna be a Batgirl. How fucking cool is that? That's so awesome, man. And, and oh. also, um, him is Robot Man. Yeah, no, yeah. Doom, Doom Patrol's Patrol. Doom Patrol yeah. rules. I still haven't checked it out, but I've I heard either. nothing but good things. Me too. Uh, so while we're still on the Spideys and their chemistry, I thought that the fan service was immaculate. Yes. And so they good. indulged yeah. these fucking fans, especially when they were talking about like the uh, how Toby's comes out of his wrist and they have to make their own. Yeah, I thought was that great. was that, fucking that, that, great. That, that, Does it come out anywhere else? <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, hey Toby, you come web... <laughs> Do you shit web? Do you shoot web out of your feet? <laughs> I, I feel like I was the only one in the theater laughing, but when Toby's talking about his back hurting. No, yes. I fucking, that I was, was great. Because not only does it happen in the movies, like, oh, my back, but also uh, after Spider-Man 1 going into Spider-Man 2, he wanted more money. So he's like, well, I, you know, my back's sort of messed up from all the stunts. I don't know. And so they actually went back like, no, we're all fine. You're not on Spider-Man anymore. We're casting Jake Gyllenhaal. And he's like, well, wait a minute. My back's all right. My back's fine. Look, here's a doctor's note. My back's fine. Give me give me a little bit more money, and then I'll be Spider-Man some more. And so just to bring up the reference of his back, it was the funniest fucking yeah. thing. And, but, and plus, it makes, like, even if you don't get the meta <laughs> sense behind it, it's like, you know, he's an older man, so like he's got to limber up a little bit more. But it like he, it was funny how he did, he didn't actually have a back problem, because he, he, he was aggravated doing... The wire work. It, it was, it was... During the movie, and then he it was, it was even exacerbated during the Sea Biscuit, as make it make it uh, his work oh, on yeah, the second one that. even yeah. harder. So, but yeah, it's a good bit, and um, I I do kind of like how 
in one way I liked it, and in one way I felt is a little much. So the Andrew Garfield uh, <laughs> Spider-Man kind of felt like he was the runt of the litter a little bit. Like, yeah, he was kind of like he had like more jokes at his expense, but like in, in some ways he is the more sad, sad, sad boy of the trio. But he has some like really sort of genuine emotional moments when he's talking about how he lost Gwen Stacy and how he had this little moment to save MJ from a, from a great height. And I, it, it, it's still, I appreciate <laughs> what they did for him and just seeing them together. Like that, that moment at the end where he hugs, or Tom hugs Andrew and Toby, that, that's a really tender moment. And I really appreciate yeah. they did that. Yeah. No, outside of Tom Holland, like Andrew Garfield's the emotional center of this movie. Like he did all the heavy lifting for as far as actual acting goes. Which makes sense because again, guy's incredible. He's really good. Yeah, he's a good actor. It's like I, I just hate that he's kind of had such a, a bum rap. Well, not bum rap, but like a like a hard time through Hollywood and had sort of like his interest in doing like these bigger films sort of dash because how poorly he was treated over you know the Hollywood system. But yeah. I'm glad he felt you know strong enough to come back to do this one, and mm-hmm. hopefully this maybe. Well, you know, a little bit more positivity in yeah. his direction. He's done a lot of like, uh, like Oscar bait sort of films. He did Hacksaw Ridge, which was really good. Yeah, yeah. and um, then whatever that movie he did this year, people say it was good. Yeah, yeah, it was Lin Manuel Miranda movie. Tick, tick, boom. Yeah, like, apparently he's really good in that one. He, There's he early also, talk of like glo- Golden Globe or Oscar nominations for it. It was, it was good for him. Yeah, he was also in that one movie called Mainstream. Uh, it was a, it was not that good of a movie, but they said Toby McGuire, not Toby McGuire, Andrew Garfield was really fucking good. Uh, he was also in that one movie. Um, I've been meaning to watch it. It's called Under the Silver Lake. Oh, heard I've that. heard of that movie. I've heard it's great, and I really need to watch it. He's in that as well. I thought um, he was really good in the Social Network. He was really good in the Social yeah, Fucking he, Network. He deserved awards for that one. Yeah, oh, he got snubbed. I was, I was about to say, I was like, I'm missing a movie. The Social Fucking Network. He was I haven't great. Seen that in a while. It's been a long time. It, it definitely has a new tenor, I'm sure, in <laughs> in today's <laughs> world about how we feel and know what Facebook is doing. And let's not forget how good of an actor he's been so far in all these interviews where he's like, no, I'm not in the new Spider-Man movie. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I want him to deny that he's in it till the day he dies. It's like, it'd be funny as it's like no, we, we see. It's like, they deep fake me. Yeah, like, there's not like, me. That wasn't me. He's like, clearly, Andrew Garfield, you are in this movie. It's even credited... With you, I mean, you like, saw Peter Cushing come back in CGI in that Star Wars movie. They did say to me, "It's just, yeah, it's just they, my they, face. they actually used my likeness, and I'm suing them right now." Like, <laughs> all, all of that was unused footage like from the Amazing Spider-Man Three. Yeah, that's all it was. There's a kayfabe <laughs> lawsuit going on. It's like he's spending thousands of his own money to pursue this fake lawsuit, and Marvel's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm not in the movie." He's like, "Yes, you are. It's okay. It's like, we paid you. Here's the check. Like, you can right say here. you're in the movie." He's like, "I'm not in the movie." Like, like he just rips up the check in front of It's like here's. Behind the scene footage of you in the movie. That's not, not me. in the movie. Also I'm, I'm closing my eyes. Falsely it's not me. I can't see. It's the Shaggy defense. Like it that? wasn't me. <laughs> Who is that? That looks tall. Like tall. That's a very handsome, beautiful man in there. That's totally not me. No, he just pulls a daredevil. That was my twin brother, Mike Garfield. It wasn't me. <laughs> Have you also heard of the cat? He hates Garfield? Mondays. Yeah, it's Mondays. <laughs> Loves like, the fuck out of lasagna. They're like Andrew, get the fuck out of our office. <laughs> I, I demand to be paid in ten pans of lasagna a day. Hey, I, shit, I would, I'd probably apply for that job. I, I love lasagna. Lasagna now, actually, <laughs> and it's delicious. And they, and they said, like, you know what? Stop giving paper checks. Direct deposit right now. All day. Here's <laughs> my routing number. Direct Go. deposit into my pocket. <laughs> Andrew Garfield burns down the bank. <laughs> You've been paid in 57 lasagnas this week. What is going on? You wouldn't download a lasagna, would News you? reports. Yes. 
Supervillain Andrew Garfield has once again burned down a Hollywood studio, screaming, I wasn't in Spider-Man No Way Home! I will now destroy every copy of this film to prove that my good name was being used against my consent. This is how the Grinch stole Christmas, but it's how Andrew Garfield stole all the DVD copies of Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, see, that, that, that is the Christmas special for next year. It's not, it's not the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday Mr. special. Mr. Garfield. It's how, it's how the Garfield stole Christmas. Man, <laughs> my mouth wants to right-click on some lasagna right now. Yeah, no, I... I'm thinking about lasagna too. I might order some lasagna for dinner. <laughs> hey, hey, crazy idea for 2022 AYC. It's lasagna taste test. Oh no, that sounds so terrible. What? No, that no. sounds like it would be the worst no, content ever. That, we should do it. That actually sounds like the oven being on all day. Never mind. That sounds like a terrible idea. This house is going to be so hot. What if you do it in January and keep the windows open? I still don't want to do that. The no, oven on all day to bake. So many different lasagnas. Oh, no. Like, think about the after. Family sizes for each one. Or are you talking about, like, going out and getting, like... How many? First of all, I have not had a good, like, takeout lasagna anywhere. The closest ever. thing is, like, Pizza Hut, but that's just because it's always Pizza consistent in being... Lasagna? Well, like, their pasta that's very uh, lasagna. It's very similar. Uh, pasta taste test where we just eat fast foods, pastas. Oh fuck! Oh, that sounds like the worst. <laughs> we should. Oh please, Pat, don't throw us into the. I'm briar definitely patch. not writing that note down. <laughs> you realize that episode, we're all just gonna just take the longest naps ever. Oh no, we're gonna be oh, moaning. Gonna so much great. pasta, yeah. we're gonna die. It's like our, our blood will congeal into marinara sauce. I will you turn know into what? That sounds like a good ass time. Let's uh, do it. You no, know, <laughs> it'd probably be a much better way of dying than anyone else would die in this movie. It's the first Italian episode. You sh- you see me turn well, into you joke, but that that might be a little hint. But maybe one of our first episodes of next year is gonna be. Oh, you shit. see me turn into Garfield with, with the cowboy is it hat. Gonna be about House of Gucci. Uh, nope. No. Because I'm but, seeing so many memes about how terrible their accents are in that movie. I I, <laughs> I do want to see it just how bizarre it is. How it's just totally inconsistent. My favorite meme, I saw it yesterday. It says, uh, it's like it links one of the articles about Gaga getting her own psychiatrist to stay on set for her. And it's like, I love how all these articles are talking about how Lady Gaga had the worst time mentally making the movie. And then you watch the movie and it's just her going like, I make it a pizza. And it's like, that's so funny. I want to see it just for that now. I do know it's uh, uh, extraordinarily long. It's like almost, it's like two hours and 48 minutes. Good Jesus God. Christ. Why? Okay, that killed any interest I had in watching that movie. I'm not going to lie. Y'all are some babies. Watch yeah, it I in can't, I can't believe... They want a, a major motion picture franchise. We want us to sit through two and a half hours, two hours and 45 minutes of an entire film. That's crazy. That's fucking crazy. I still haven't gotten my badge from HBO Max for watching the Snyder Cut. My You Made It badge. You Made It. <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck is it, HBO? God. But, yeah, you'll have to print it out and make it yourself. I'm not complaining. Break. It was better than what we got in the theaters. That's, but still, I, I watched all four hours of that motherfucker. I, I came in an hour two or three. You, you came in like right at the halfway mark. You came in at like the last fucking hour. And the funny thing was, both of them were good where they started. Like, you know what? This is fine. And just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it was just sat down. It was like, oh, this was... Not the worst thing ever. I, I do wonder if how he would fare if he just walked in randomly to No Way Home. Would you would, would you be able to like wait? Hold on. Would you just be <laughs> feel like a maelstrom of just can't be just like all these faces are so familiar. I don't know why they're here. <laughs> the father, the son, the house of Gucci. Yep. 
And I, it's like, I love the, like, the campaign of, you know, like, you know, like the COVID era. It's like, go to the movies. It's like, this movie was made for the movies. You know, the movies, movies, home of movies. Go to the where movie Where you go to watch movies. movies. <laughs> or that, like. Please go to the movies to watch our so movies. Where are you after? Where are you going to have movies playing in your head? Maybe call those dreams. Also thoughts. Anybody ever notice they stopped making Black Mirror? That's a scary world. Yeah. They, 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 they stopped because they hit perfection when they had the two <laughs> gamer bros. They said, I'm going to fuck you in the video game. And they tried it in real life. And they said, I'm not gay. Wait, what? <laughs> that, oh. that was a... That, I feel like that's that a lie. No. It, no that, 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 that season the, three? I haven't seen season three. Yet. Yeah, it's, that, that's it's a like plot season to five. one of the episodes. Is that the one yeah. with Anthony Mackie? Yes. yes. Aren't the episodes in season three like literal like an hour and a half long? But there's like three of them. I think, I, I think that's season five. There's, there's five th- seasons. There's a lot of. I thought there was only Mirror. three. Like I think season five is only like four episodes. And it's the You're worst season. With me right it's now. like Miley Cyrus is a pop star oh, and. Whoa! On. What a stretch. I have a, I have an active phone now. I can. I'm so behind on Black Mirror. I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. I love Black Mirror, but they're the later seasons. Mainly the last one was absolute dog shit. You watched Bandersnatch too. I loved Bandersnatch. Oh, I did watch Bandersnatch. Did you your own adventure movie? Holy fuck! There is five seasons of this. <laughs> okay. Wow, yeah. I'm way behind. Yeah, Never the the the, uh, the fucking Anthony Mackie one that was in season five. Yeah, that was the poster I just saw typed in Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And Anthony Mackie was surprisingly not one of the many people featured in this movie. Not surprisingly enough, though, he's in the universe, not in this movie. Yeah, because the extended cut of the movie is where it has each individual person who personally knows Peter Parker, you see their thoughts and memory leave their head and their eyes sort of <laughs> splay <laughs> sideways and their, their tongue hang out. Uh, I, I would love, like, a cut of that, of just, like, everyone, re- quote, reacting, and then, like, you get to, like, the tertiary characters who know Spider-Man, and they're... And, it, their day just does not change. They're just like, beep, boop. It's like, oh, yeah, that guy. Doctor Strange <laughs> is like doing magic shit, and he's like, uh. <laughs> well, you know, Winter Soldier. Winter well, Soldier's probably we, still We should have seen anyway. the scene where, uh, where Flash Thompson, Spider Man's best friend, just falls to the ground inconsolably that his uh, meal <laughs> ticket slash uh, idol has now dissipated from his memory. Which is funny because Flash Thompson fucking dyed his hair blonde. So I thought that was kind of funny. That, that's definitely, an, I mean, I, I guess it's like a nod to him being like blonde in the in the comics, but like an uh, interesting choice <laughs> to, in terms of looks. Yeah, it's very interesting, and it's and I mean, from what I've heard, they they're wanting to send him up as Agent Venom. I mean, that'd be interesting. Uh, okay, John, what do you think of that shit? I mean, like. <laughs> I have a confession to make. I'm going to drop a couple of bombshells. One's not really a bombshell. One's just an observation. But this is the first of the Tom Holland movies I've seen. What? And I'm probably just going to work my way backwards. So I didn't know. I, I've never seen this version of Flash Thompson until like a few days ago. And I was like, wow, he looks like the fucking guitarist from System of a Down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty on. Uh, it's pretty on the nose. Yep. Yes, pretty so. on point. Yep. I mean, I guess it's a, technically the most developed we got of Flash Thompson. Cause like, was he was like Joe Manganiello in the very first Tobey Maguire? Uh-huh. I mean, that yeah. little he yeah. just he's just a bully. He throws a punch, and that's all he gets. So I wouldn't want to fight me neither. Well, and he's in uh, he's in one of the the Raimi sequels. I think. Is he? 
not maybe not that actor, but Flash Thompson, the character. Yeah, he just cuts back to Joe Manganiello, just like, wow, he's like three times your size. Yeah. <laughs> You're fucking the brick shit house. Because in the Sam Raimi version, they they set Flash Thompson up as the astronaut, right? No, or that was I? that was Joan, uh, Jameson's kid. That. That's John, John who I was Jameson, getting confused yeah. with because he turns into the wolf person. Uh, he wasn't like Flash Thompson was a cameo in Spider Man Three. Uh, it was Joe Manganiello, but no, the the astronaut that was John Jameson. Yeah, that's right. I, I'm I'm getting my characters confused. All the all the ancillary Spider uh, cast members and the guy who plays Flash Thompson in the Amazing Spider Man. <coughs> he kind of looked like he'd be Flash Thompson. Yeah, I mean he's definitely you know he's still in a, a different version because people are like why isn't he got this giant strapping like boy? Well, he's still a jerk, I and mean, that's yeah. kind of like the point of character because like he's a nerdy jerk instead. Doesn't mean like it's like a complete wash of this character. <laughs> and that's like another hot take, I guess, from Spidey Twitter. A, a lot of people really enjoyed this version of Flash. I mean, I guess it's technically the only real version of. <laughs> this character we gotten on screen. I, I hope, mean, I thought he was fine. Like, for I hope what he gets that his, character was. I hope he gets his legs cut off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, somehow this, like, mathlete kid goes to fucking Iraq and gets his legs blown off. And then now and then he gets the... He gets a little droplet of Venom and he becomes a, <laughs> Agent Venom. Is that I canon? Mean, yeah, yeah that's, that's what happens to Flash, Yeah, he loses yeah. his legs. That's one of the big reasons why and he attaches... He Attaches so much to Venom is because Venom gives him back his legs. Oh, I thought you were just being extra fucked up saying he hopes he loses his legs. No, no he was no, he was disabled. He's a disabled vet. Yeah. Okay. I was about to say that had to. Have been he's a also thing. back to life now. He died for a bit. I but, mean, you know that happens. If but you're, you know, thinking of it, there is a way you get MCU Flash Thompson to become Agent Venom. I mean, it's already established how much he loves and adores Spider-Man, which is also canon. Like, Flash Thompson loves Spider-Man in the books. Yeah. You have him love Spider-Man so much that he signs up for some secret government program to give him superpowers because they target him because he's so easily swayed by his love of Spider-Man. So he trains for, like, six months, and they give him a suit. (laughs) It's like, like, yeah, jack me with the spider fucking venom. And, I mean, also, too, if he's going to MIT, what if... for some reason, he gets a military. Like he, he signed up for the wrong MIT. It's it's not you know for like you know the big computer place. It's like the military internet training. He's like, oh <laughs> fuck, the wrong one. <laughs> well, also too, I'm just thinking like you know what if Venom wherever the fuck that little splooge is, it's just walking around. And it's like, oh yeah, let me just go to MIT where there's a ton of technology, so I can I don't know build a ship or something. Yeah, shit. you totally do that thing in Venom Two where he hacks into the internet. I uh, mean, yeah. Carnage is here too. That means Carnage is here, too. What if Carnage tries to break off? That would be fucking sick as hell if we see Tom Holland fight Carnage, but not a fucking carrot top. All right. (laughs) Question for the room. Uh, Will the symbiote, when it attaches to whomever, will it be voiced by Tom Hardy? In Venom form. I hope so. so. Me, too. That would be kind of sick. That kind of has to stay, right? Uh, not necessarily. I know it doesn't have to, but it'd be nice. Oh, it wow, would be buddy. nice, but I don't know if they're going to do that. Honestly, yeah. I just want Tom Hardy in the MCU. Just yes. As as Eddie Brock. Sony, yeah. take, play ball. Don't take yours and go home. All I'm saying. But they can keep Morbius. They, they, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know Who the fuck asked for Morbius? Morbius is so fucking weird because not only do you see graffiti of Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, but you also see Michael Keaton, and it's like, what the fuck is Morbius yeah. doing? I just and think he makes that a Venom Morbius, reference in the new trailer. He makes yeah. a Venom reference. Yeah. I just think Morbius is in a fucked up weird reality where it's in both universes at the same time. Like, I wouldn't have a problem with Morbius as a movie if it was anybody else playing him. You know, they're also doing a Craven the Hunter movie. 
Talking about Aaron that, Taylor Johnson has signed to play Craven. Aaron what? Taylor Johnson, kick-ass Quicksilver Craven. That's weird. That's kind of weird, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, I talked about it. Like my fantasy cast for Craven Hunter would be Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah, I, I would have said. Would be, uh, would be I was sick. thinking Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem would be a good one too. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> because I, yeah, uh, which was cool. Sorry, we should talk about this too. Whenever the universe was starting to split open, uh, you could see some Spider-Man villain. You could see clearly Craven the Hunter, Rhino, Rhino, Scorpion. Scorpion. I saw Black Cat. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, Black Cat. Was there anybody else? Uh, those are the only ones that I, I saw. I mean, it, it's a very clips. brief. You see some figures walking through like the inter- 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 <laughs> inter- inter- the only thing I can make out was the lion, and that's what made me think of what Craven. Yeah, yeah. Craven. And then I couldn't make out anything because there was a guy with a spear. So he had a spear and the you know the vest, and then with Rhino, you know, you could see his horn. With Scorpion, you could see the tail, and then I didn't see Black Cat, but that's cool though. Yeah. No, like the reason I'm sure the reason they want Aaron Taylor Johnson because he's younger. Yeah. Because Jeffrey D. Morgan and Javier Bardem are they're great. But, like, they're not going to be around for 15, 20 years doing that, being able to do it at that level of physicality. Because, you know, they're both, if not already 50, the the latter and the 40. <laughs> and, like, it's crazy to think because, like, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson is, like, he's, I don't know if he's quite 30 yet. I mean, he's, he's big as hell now. Yeah, no, he, like, the, the picture they used when they announced that he was Craven, looking at, like, yeah, no, I can see that. Yep, that works. <laughs> but... Honestly, like for me anyway, it's like who asked for just a solo Craven the Hunter movie? Nobody. Sony has the rights to these things. Like they have the rights to these characters. They lean out or they <laughs> Canon did. Like they My hand out. is raised right now, ladies and gentlemen. Like, Everybody out there listening. Cool, but I, I really yeah, I want mean, that shit. I'm I not really like a totally against the idea. They were also uh trying really fucking hard to get a Black Cat Silver Sable duo movie. Yep. But that one fell through two separate times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it definitely feels more on like a cynical end. Like we're gonna use these characters so Marvel can't. Also, Aaron Taylor Johnson is thirty-one. Okay, so he's wow. the same age. Because the thing <clears throat> is, is like, spoiler alert for the end credit scene: the symbiote is in the this un- MCU now. Yes. Yeah, like Basically. we already said that. And, and, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the people just joining us. It's for yeah. If for some reason the ones who you skip just ahead jump, to an hour and a half, into you the skip episode. into an hour and a half into the show. They're just like, surely this gets more coherent later on, right? <laughs> nope. Yeah, nope. But uh, I mean, since the symbiote's in the suit, why don't they just use Craven the Hunter as the villain for the next Spider-Man movie? What I heard actually, there was an interview with Tom Holland. I think it was, um, but that the plan was if they couldn't get Andrew Garfield and Toby back. Spider-Man Four was or this one was going to be Craven the Hunter. Yep, centric. Okay, but they were able to get him, and they went with the multiverse stuff. So yeah. they said, and, "Fuck it." And the idea, I think, going forward, what they're hope, what Sony's hoping at least, is that they establish these characters in their own movies, and then have them cross over with the Spider-Man shit, okay. so that they can still carry their own movies uh, and get that Marvel boost, and Marvel can use these characters they want before they just buy the island of Japan and get Sony that way. Yeah, because I definitely feel like one reason why they held back on Venom is they probably didn't want. I feel I feel like in a sense they didn't want like like a big showing from Venom in another person's movie. It's like they they want him to show he balls out in their movie and like you know him have maybe a little fun in Marvel, but you know like but I mean he did, but he did he was just there for like 
five seconds. Talking though. to a bartender. Yeah, Talking that's to like a all you get. Yeah, but that's that all you get to get the symbiote in the universe. Like that's how you get black suit Spider Man. And then if things continue to go well and people want it enough and they work it out monetarily, maybe you get Tom Holland in Venom three, or maybe you get Venom in Spider Man four. Because uh, having him now would have, I wouldn't have say uh, it wouldn't overshadow Toby and Andrew because God, what fucking could. Yeah. But it would have undercut it a little bit, and it, it would have been a waste of venom in a movie this size. Yeah, yeah. It, honestly, like the only way I could <laughs> think of you bringing Ven- venom into No Way Home is shoehorning him at the end, and that well, doesn't it, do it his. Really, out of place. Yeah, even though, like in the moment, I would shit my pants. Like on upon, upon, upon further reflection, would be like, oh yeah, yeah. I probably. When, when you're like in the opening night high, you're just like, hell yeah! I, I just had like four separate full diapy moments. Fucking just Venom shows up and just like clocks like the lizard in the head. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, you're not thinking about it. You're just like, hell, right, y'all, yeah, riding a high. But then like, wait a minute. Is this congruent with any sort of plot? <laughs> yeah. I, uh... But I think now that we kind of like, we, we ran a good portion of the of the story um, so far. Are there any criticisms that we had for the film? Is anything kind of stood out? It's like, even if it's not like game breaking, it's like, oh, that was a little weird. They could have t- t- done something different. Because seeing Willem Dafoe's penis. Yeah. True, true. Well, even if it was rated R, we uh, they would have to put a smaller penis on his penis because mm-hmm. it's, it's so big, it's intimidating. It's so big and scary looking. Yeah, I mean, that's a shoot, everyone. Nobody would have been know. scared of the glider or the bombs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like, and, and the director's cut made didn't get killed by the glider. He just pulled his dick out and just cracked her across uh, the neck. Bludgeons <laughs> her with it. <laughs> I, I guess, like, the only, like, um, small criticism, it's like you brought up earlier, like, and we talked about it off the pod, but there were, like, just some shots that were, like, so green screen, it was obvious green screen. I know there's some things you can't pull off without it. But, like, uh, it's, like, besides the graveyard scene, one that really um, uh, came off screen hard to me was uh, when he was swinging on the the power lines before Electro's uh, first appearance. And at nighttime, it looked all right. But then, you know, when it got morning and daytime, I was just like, man, this kind of looks like ass. Yeah, it looks like a... PS3 video and, game. And I'm always in the mindset, and it's like, I know, like, you're looking at shots, I'm, like, comparing it to, like, stuff like, say, like, you know, stuff that was on, like, Offworld in, like, Infinity War and shit like that. It's like, you know that's not real, but it it didn't look bad, in my opinion. And it's just like, and you had to get, like, intricate sets and shit like that, and you're shooting stuff that, like, you can just go outside and film, you know, with an actual camera. I, I, wasn't there like an apocryphal story of someone telling like Kevin like you know you can film stuff outside you don't have to make everything in CG it's kind of like it was like a revelation to him almost <laughs> it's like what and I understand that part of that might be because you know I don't know when this was filmed probably during some form of COVID I'm sure like well, we can't go outside we'll just yeah. fucking build the world from scratch yeah so but I do kind of feel like there's, I do wish there was more like practicality in the film in terms of like its effects because another like egregious moment to me when they had like the whole like you know villain gang in like Happy's apartment. It's like I don't think anybody's here. I think people's heads might be real, but the rest of this is just <laughs> just floating noggins in the sea of green. Well, I know for Octopus they de-aged him. After yeah, both the- him and uh, Defoe, Defoe. Defoe were. For DH, although 
it seems Melina was a bit more shiny. Yeah. yeah. They had to do a lot more for Melina. I don't think they did that much for Defoe because he's always just yeah. looked He like just that. always looked craggy. Yeah. yeah. Say, I don't think you can like go too hard on his face because I'd probably lose a bit of the effect. Yeah. It's almost um, like putting a helmet over his entire head. <laughs> uh, the whole Power Rangers costume. Yeah. I, but I love the Green Goblin costume. No, I don't hate it. I, it's I just, too. you know, like the man who looks like an actual goblin, let's cover his face. He, he doesn't need <laughs> help, but I, you know, I, know that, I know that was a, a sticking point for the original Spider-Man. He was like, he, he looks a little goofy, but like I personally like that suit. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then, and then his, his look now, too, with like the hood and like the, the yeah, tattered hood. I really it actually, it actually looks really cool, to the too. The suit and stuff, I mean, the addition of the hood and whatnot. That gave me like comic vibes, like yeah, time. it was very nice. And I and I loved a bit when the Green Goblin first. You see William Defoe outside the costume. He has the mask hanging on the corner, like in the original. He's like how he's he's talking to the mask because that's just the other. That's how he perceives the other personality. That is the Goblin. That, yeah. that was a really nice touch. So good. You know the Goblin's a fucking bastard. He's yeah. evil, ain't he? <laughs> and then they. I, I one thing I thought was funny. I mean, I know it's you know it's a Marvel movie, so we, it can hand wave or whatever. I did think it was funny how Spider-Man's like throws a rag off this thing in the corner. Hey, hey, look, guys, this is Mr. Tony Stark's plot box where we can make whatever you need <laughs> to cure right all now. these disparate things. We have this advanced technology where we can cure every single one of you right here, right, right now. now. Yeah. It's like a 3D printer, but for real things. <laughs> it's like we can make a chip to make soft octopus not evil. We can give a butt like a fucking... Press on like light switch for bag for electrode not to be. We evil. can turn sand to human, and I'm, we can turn lizard to, be fair, to human. To be fair, though, the that box didn't. They didn't even try to get it for Sandman and Lizard, yeah. and the the only ones that worked were the octopus thing because that's pure technology, and then the electro one because that's also essentially technology. It took Toby showing up and being like, "I've thought about this for a long time to cure Defoe," and then Andrew Garfield. Uh, having already cured Lizard once. He's like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. Fuck, I can whip that up in 10 minutes. <laughs> but it's still fun. It's essentially like a plot oh, box. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, Iron Man is a fucking plot box. I mean, I mean <laughs> yeah, just as a character. Because like, Tony Stark built that box in a cave with a box of scraps. He's built a box with a box of scraps. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, ele- the electro <laughs> gets you, like Jeff a free Bridges. like arc reactor to like supercharge his electro juices. That was pretty great, actually. Yeah, it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, that was cool. It, it was funny because uh, whenever they revealed electro in the trailers, everybody was like zooming in on electro and they're like, that's an arc reactor. That's an arc reactor. I was like, oh shit, that's an arc I, reactor. Until until they um, kind of revealed they were just like plucked out of the universe. I thought like. Is this Sinister Six like going through the multiverse, like killing heroes? Because like, did he like kill Iron Man in one dimension and take his reactor? Then it's like, no, he just got, whoop. he just stole it. I also love how when he got the reactor and used his electricity in the end battle, he had the sparks coming out that looked like his. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was a really yeah. nice touch. That was cool. And then the scene with him and Andrew Garfield after he got the electricity taken out was just a really nice scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that yeah, was really nice. Yeah, it's it like because he wanted to save. Um, uh, Demi Fox's character, and then like they had like this. I uh, bought a nice little like a wink at like it's like I thought you were gonna be black from yeah. like your background is like uh, maybe somewhere there's a black Spider-Man. Out there. And Andrew Garfield's like, like dead down yeah. the camera. <laughs> Andrew's like I'm sorry. <laughs> really good. Honestly, the, those like because again like I mean Jamie Fox's character Electro was never really truly a bad guy. 
I mean, he fell into a vat of fucking electric eels, which I forget that's how he fucking he got turned yeah. into yeah. that. He was essentially Riddler from Batman Forever. Then. Yes. yes. Or, he, or he's like Riddler and Catwoman from Batman Returns. Because he's like, oh, I'm just like this frumpy nerd, and then I die, and I come back all hot and powerful. Which is funny, because Lizard was like, last time I remembered, you were ugly. <laughs> like, fuck. That was pretty funny. Yeah, like, it's like this cartoonishly thin, like, like party city ball cap on his like his little scraggly hairs <laughs> uh as far as like criticism since we're still there um i do love sort of the message and the theme about rehabilitating the villains versus you know just whooping their ass uh i do think how that gets introduced into the story is a little clunky cuz it almost it, not saying that it comes out of nowhere but it seems like a good, like the first chunk of the movie, you know, is about, you know, their college admissions and stuff like that. And then Peter brings in Defoe into the uh, homeless shelter, talk with Aunt May. And then <coughs> this is very far into the movie. And then this plot point or this sort of thematic point gets brought up and, and sort of the dialogue in those scenes to me felt a little clunky, and I don't, I don't know like how else to say it other than that. But that that's, it kind of took me out of the movie for a minute. But then right after that is when we get all the big reveals. So it was like, who cares? And it was not like a deal breaker or anything. Yeah. It was just well, something I knew. Well, I think a lot of the the subtext for that was needed in that. He's hearing these different villains say, yeah, no, I died on my universe fighting Spider-Man. Spider-Man killed me. Spider-Man's the worst. What a fucking menace, am I right? And the whole time Peter's like, no, like I didn't want to kill. I didn't kill Mysterio. I didn't, I'm didn't. i not a bad guy. And so that's it just plays on what's already going on in his head. And then May comes in and, and just reinforces that Spider-Man's not a bad guy. Spider-Man saves people. You should save these people. Yeah. So it's there's a lot of the subtext there, but it, it is jarring going from bit to bit. I understand. Yeah, yeah like it's but it's the break between this plot may not have been the sturdiest. Yeah, and, yeah. and like I said, ultimately I enjoy having that in the movie, and I think it, more movies need to have that message. But like, I don't know because like the first part of the movie, like probably like first like third of the movie, is so focused on. Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and sort of his problems, it, it almost seems like this, like, that theme comes out of another movie into this one randomly. And not, and, and like you said, there there is the subtlety of him listening to the uh, villains talk about, you, you know, how Spider-Man e- either did or, or inadvertently killed them. I, I just kind of wish there was a little more... We saw that a little more with Tom Holland, him struggling with that beforehand, up you know, up until that point. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a very minor nitpick at the end of the day. I did like how uh, Tom Holland, Peter Parker, was like, "It's not my responsibility." Like I was like, I feel that because it fucking sucks, but. With great power comes great, great responsibility. That, that, that was the thing they have to hammer. And like I know, I feel in a in a way, considering how much shit was thrown in his lap in Far From Home, it kind of felt like, look, you can't just jury rig me into being the next leader to the superhero world. Like that's not fair on me, and that's not right of you. So like, him taking on like problems that he shouldn't is like a, a like that's the thing that should be addressed. You meet people should just like take on 
or should be given problems that aren't really theirs to solve. But like you know, in a way, he, he it, it circles back to the plot of like saving the villains and sending them home. Uh, on the villains, like one of my criticisms, I kind of felt like this is like a general thing with Marvel, and you always hear about it. I do kind of feel like the bad guys like a little too jokey. Like I kind of feel like. After a point, I feel like there, I didn't really have stakes in like what the bigger group was doing. Like Goblin's still there; he's still raising hell. But I kind of felt like I wish I got to feel a little bit more menace with the rest of the the, the baddies before we kind of got onto their rehab yeah. train. And plus, you know, I'm not the first person to say it, nor anybody else. Like you know, there were a lot of criticisms that, like, outside of the Spider-Man, this like it kind of felt like, okay, can we be serious for a minute? It's like there's too many jokes, yeah. but you know, that's that's a common criticism of Marvel in general. So like, that's not a new issue that people have. Which this movie still had me laughing a good bit. It's um, still funny. Yeah. It's still like again with <laughs> the with the fucking the three Spider-Man chemistry, like. When they're talking, and um, uh, Ned asked Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, do you have a best friend? He's like, I did, um, but he died in my arms after he tried to kill me. It was very, um, very devastating. And then Ned <laughs> Ned is just really, like, nervous around Peter, like, yeah, here you go. And then just walks away, and, and Tom Holland's like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's especially great because Ned Leeds was one of the hobgoblins in the comics. I was, was about to say, it sounds like... He, and then he died. That would have... Uh, <laughs> he's back now, though. Oof. Yeah. Like, I, feel, I feel like the awkward transition from like him hearing um, uh, Maguire Peter telling him that and then like slowly walking over to Tom <laughs> made that whole transition even better. It was very good. <laughs> and, and it's so funny, too, because it was like... I, I don't know if Andrew Garfield said it. He's like... Me too. Like, <laughs> I don't know, but like, it was literally the same thing. His best friend fucking tries to kill him and yep. ends up killing his oh, uh, girlfriend. Um, and also something else too that was funny was also just kind of not funny, but Doctor Strange bits were pretty. I mean, just Doctor Strange in general was pretty great, but like, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Whenever, um, I mean, it was very serious, but he was like, when Peter would call him Stephen, but he was so pissed, he's like, "Call me sir." Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was very good. And then when uh. When he was like, wait a minute. He's like, you didn't even call first <laughs> before you had me brainwash the entire world. I did like the bit where he says, you know, for all of our adventures, it's it's hard to, I keep forgetting you're just a kid. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, because I, I, like, of all the trauma that all the Spider-Man's in, like him like having multiversal, like intergalactic, like warfare on top of dying. It's like, you know what? I think there should, like, bring in uh, Doc Samson and just, like, fucking shrink this kid's head. Well, I mean, and even before all the intergalactic Thanos shit, like, the first thing he gets involved in is this, like, governmental civil war with superheroes. Yeah. And he just kind of is gets thrown into the middle. And of it's it. also, like, an international affair. It yeah. is, it's, it's, like, international politics, and he's just this kid from fucking Queens. Mm-hmm. All right, since, since we're still kind of on, like, nitpicky ground, I thought of one more thing. Okay. I don't know if this was because of reshoots or anything. I mostly noticed it in the scenes at the very beginning between uh, Holland and well, Spidey and Strange uh, in the Sanctum Santorum. But, God damn it, can we get a better fucking wig on Cumberbatch if he has to wear one? <laughs> I, I didn't that, realize he was wearing a wig. I mean, it, it looked bad. Like, no, just in that scene in particular, like, it looked like he was wearing just a bad wig. Like, 
You have a bad wig. Yes, I do. <laughs> what? Yeah. Thanks for well, telling everybody I have a bad wig. And, and, and Johnson goes to like snatch his wig. <laughs> Scalped in front of a live city audience. I didn't really notice it. I thought it looked, you know, I thought um, it just looked like I, I notice bad hair in movies all the time. <laughs> Maybe you're just having a bad hair day. Yeah, maybe it's just his real hair is just that bad. Real like. hair moves, though. Well, the reason why it wasn't moving because the Sanctum Sanctorum was full with ice and snow. Yeah, yeah. it was frozen. frozen. It was frozen. It was, it was an icy dew. Also, he loves hairspray. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those white streaks in his hair yeah. is not a widow's peak. It's actually just just snow. <laughs> yep. He got frosted over. Frosted tips. In a oh, okay. <laughs> just a Works nice with the gimmick little... of the house. Got it. Okay, so if something were, and I'm not wishing this to happen, but if something were to happen to Benedict Cumberbatch, you bring up the frosted tips. <laughs> I, if we ever have to recast Doctor Strange, I say we get, uh, what's his face? God, the chef. I love how you Guy look. Fieri. Guy Fieri. You're looking at the pops for the pop, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. I saw you look at the pop wall for the reference. He's on the bottom row over here between right there, the right and behind Wenzel, actually. Oh, yep. <laughs> Damn. All right, Peter. We're going to take this spell to Flavortown. <laughs> this yes. Is, he's like, this is not money right here. Uh. <laughs> As the fucking explodes. And, 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 uh, the spell is not like like energy. It's just like fucking like hot cheese. <laughs> oh. And I will say, I forgot who said it, but they were like, "Hey, Peter!" And then all three of them were like, "Yeah, what?" That like, was no, great. No, Parker, like, same person. What? Peter Parker. That's all three of us. That's very good. Excellent joke. Oh, when fucking Ned, when they're talking about curing them, he, he's like, "Yeah, let's cure that ass." <laughs> because it's like I think it's Tom Holland's like, "Let's kick some ass," and then Toby's like, "No." Let's cure them. And then yeah. Ned's like, let's cure some ass. God, just cancel the rest of the movies, and I just want a Disney Plus series, My Three Spideys. Yep. That's yep. all. <laughs> why, why, why they just get an apartment together? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really fucking good, actually. Well, uh, I think to sort of wrap up the show, we can sort of talk about, like, what do we expect going forward? Because not only do you have, like, this new status quo for Spider-Man, like, the the second post credit. Uh, spot wasn't like a little hint to the world overall. It's just a straight up trailer for the next movie, which is Doctor Strange Two. Yeah. So um, to the the tidiest off, like, what are we expecting going for? What are our speculations? What are our theories? And uh, we can sort of take it on out from there. All of the I, characters. Everything. All of the characters. I, I, I mean, think it's fucking cool because you know at the very end it's like Peter like he's lost so much he doesn't have an anime anymore, but. He's by himself. Also saw a GED book, which is kind of sad too. Well, not sad because you have to get his GED, but kind of sad that like yeah. college and stuff. Um, so like he's alone by himself in an apartment. But like it's cool because we get like a very now back to square one Spider Man, which is sick because he has that classic costume. It's not Stark. It's barely any Stark tech or anything. I assume, but it's just his uh, craftiness and ingenuity. Um, we're probably going to get more, like, I mean, I think Tanner, me and Tanner and Colt were talking about this, like, we're getting back to, like, legitimately the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and more ground level probably, like, villains and fights and stuff, which I'm excited to see. Um, man, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a really good way to, like, not retcon, but, like, kind of to reboot, basically, this character in the MCU. Yeah. I think it's sick. And plus, I think it'd be fun to sort of go back to ground level affair because, 
you know, after doing like time travel at the universe and the Infinity and all this, I mean, like you can only go up so far, but you have to go back down. So I yeah. feel like you can't do multiverse shit. I mean, I guess you could. I mean, but still, like, there's only so high you can go. You'll have to you'll have to go back down at some point. And I feel and, like and, this will be a good way to like do that. Yeah, and then then it makes also too just some stuff like because Spider Man's always been very impactful and like that's, uh, I've again I, I like. The scenes that were like very like that had me tearing up. Obviously, like great power comes great responsibility. Ned, I mean them crying because they all forget. Just like every like just all of that and like that's what makes the character so great. And then that's what I think will make this even better because he gave up so much to be to be here, and uh, it's gonna be sick as hell. Oh yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, uh, maybe, uh, hopefully, uh, some, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Daredevil, uh, tag team action. I was about to say, we also now, because this opens the room for Daredevil, probably, you know, Punisher. Or a lot of the earlier reports now are saying Daredevil is going to be part of She-Hulk. Oh, yes, I've heard that. I've heard that. Also Echo, because he was a big part of that story. She debuted in Daredevil's book. That is true. She was originally a Daredevil. And then probably in his own thing. And, um... And I mean, you know, there's also a lot of other New York sort of street level heroes that will probably come into play as well. I mean, you know, we have the series still Moon Knight, She-Hulk. Um, I, it's going to be great, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. The possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, speaking of possibilities, that straight up just fucking trailer, which is so cool because it was just like, that's the first trailer ever. For Doctor Strange, Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Yeah. And it was done for a movie premiere, which is honestly, they should do that more often. There are a bunch of rumors coming out for that one. Like, and, you know, rumors, grain of salt, that sort of thing. Like, one of the early quote-unquote script leaks uh, that was on 4chan of all places. It's like, Wanda's the villain and she kills a version of Professor X. And everyone's like, what? What? Uh, what? <laughs> That's out, what? So, yeah, that shit's probably not going to happen. But, you know. Uh, they're they're talking about putting a lot more cameos in there. Mm-hmm. I've heard rumors of Nick Cage Ghost Rider. Like I remember this was like years ago at this point. I was hearing like that's when like Blade's probably going to get introduced. Yeah. Maybe possibly. Well, he's already been introduced now. Huh? He had a, like a voiceover in part of the Eternals for something or other. <laughs> Wentzel got really like, uh-oh, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Because, like, not everybody's seen Eternals in, in the room. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think one of the cool things about... Spoilers! <laughs> don't... Uh, <laughs> don't <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> uh, one nope, of the, y'all are fucked. I heard it. You have to hear it, too. <laughs> one of the things about um, the multiverse, I thought, because they canonized, like, a, a story in What If? How with the evil Doctor Strange? Now yeah. that that yeah, was, was nice. yeah like oh, which Cassandra was like telling us like now we have to watch What If and I'm like yeah, yeah. I mean I have been mean to but now I got to because they revealed evil Doctor Strange which is from What If which so, is pretty fucking crazy. So even 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 if he's not like the main antagonist like he's still like a threat and like we I saw like it was a blinkingly miss it that Suma Garath is like in the that trailer as well the, the big eyeball with the Nasty tentacles like monster up. Scale like Doctor Strange, very doing. excited for that, and I get the horror vibes from this, which is cool. Yeah. Like, you've got Sam Raimi doing it, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even though I know that was something they went back and forth on, like I hope that we get like a, a spooky movie, like there'll definitely be like a, a change of tone and pace. Especially. Oh man, and sorry, I, I was gonna say it. Finally, we get back to the fucking storyline with um, 
the uh, the guy that Baron was, uh, Mondo. Right? Mordo. Mordo, excuse Mordo. me. Mordo. Yeah, we get back to his storyline because I remember... Uh, and he's like, remember that character? Yeah, like... Cause Cause, it, uh, when did Doctor Strange come out? 2016? Jesus Christ. No, it's older. Yeah, it was a while. No, it's not older than 2016. It's either 2016 or 2017. Oh, fuck. It totally is. To the computers! I think it's 2016. To the computers! I'll look it up. Um... But yeah, because like Mordo's whole thing was like 2016. Right, 2016, he was gonna go on a huge fucking killing spree, and that's not been revisited literally until now. <laughs> like, like he's not killing people; he's just like he's like taking away magic from other magic users because like he feels like magic can't be trusted in the hands of many. So it's like you know what? I'm make sure those hands are mine. I mean, to be fair, from what we've seen of magic in the MCU, he he's like, you know what? Wrong. <laughs> Y'all had done nothing but fuck up since day one. <laughs> like, look, look, this one just trapped a whole fucking city. You just brought in multiversal threats. No more magic for anybody. We're done with the magic. We're magic, done with magic. You canceled. But guess what? We can still do science. Because, you know, nothing bad's ever happened with science. Yeah, no one's <laughs> definitely ever misused no. technology. Not even in the film that we just watched. Honestly, with Iron Man being dead, science is probably a lot safer in the MCU now. <laughs> I don't know. You just put it all in a box. Oh, man, that guy in Eternals, <laughs> he's sweating. Uh, and plus, <laughs> hey, let's talk about all of Eternals while we're here. Come on, let's go. I don't need to watch I, it. I do Come hope on, we do get this. more, because it, it's just sort of... It was kind of glanced over in the film proper, but like um, Wong as Sorcerer Supreme, like that was nah, fun. That was cool. Was I mean, great. I feel like that'd be really cool. Like, cause like he, cause in the in the comic, he's kind of like you know Doctor Strange's man servant, and that's kind of been like they kind of how to modern that up. But like, I feel like him being in such a good position is really cool. But I know in a way that allows Doctor Strange to be freed up and to do his own adventures and like. I don't want them to sort of just kind of throw that storyline to the side. That's really cool. Like, you know, that that Wong sort of inherited that role. And I was like, no, let's do something with that. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, like, many theories about what Wong is trying to do exactly. I mean, they're just like, they're, people were saying that he's trying to set up his own team. Oh, be careful. Some people in this room haven't seen Shang-Chi. <laughs> God fucking damn it. So at the end of Shang-Chi... Wait, hold on. Uh, like, look, I'm, we're sorry that we haven't watched everything. I'm sorry. I mean, didn't... I didn't even make a reference to that. I was just saying that he's just he's he's busy. That, that's why he's going through portals. He's busy. He's a busy little bee. So you know what? I'm not taking responsibility for that one. He be on, doing it's on shit. Okay? It's on Cole. Justin and Cole spo- kind of spoiled stuff. That's them. It's him. Yeah, <laughs> it's we're him. in agreement. Yep. Yeah, every, everyone's at fault except Wenzel. Yes. But he's done plenty of other things to make him guilty, so go back and listen to those other episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you all so much for listening today. It, it, was, uh, it was great to sort of finally be able to get all of our Spire thoughts off and out and into a place of record. And uh, we'll see. Uh, let us know what you thought. I mean, did you uh, have a full diapy? How many times did you <laughs> shit yourself? We want to know. Uh, but we had a great time. We hope you did too. So please continue to listen to us wherever podcasts are found. That's on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, <coughs> Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, all those places. Fine place. Just use, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe whenever you listen to us. Keeps us visible, puts us in front of new people, and we always appreciate you when you do it. You can follow us on our socials on Twitter and Instagram at AYCH Podcast. 
Letterboxd and Facebook and all you can hear. Twitch at twitch.tv slash all you can hear. And YouTube as well is also all you can hear. If you're listening to this the week it comes out, there's a brand new episode of Cajun Greatness coming out on Thursday. Shimmy, talk us about what we can expect from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, which, which uh, when is this one coming? <laughs> I don't know what your schedule's like, man. Like, which one is this? Yeah, because we definitely have done it. We're watching The Family Man, remember? Right. We were watching Family Man. I didn't know when this episode was going to be because we had the episode that we just recorded that's definitely not from two days ago that was going to be into well, the Well, it's all be coming out in perfect time, but then, but just kind of for us, it's a little topsy turvy. Right. Uh, this week on Cajun Greatness, we watched The Family Man, a, another classic Christmas era Nicolas Cage movie. A little more melancholy, but still really good. And also where that meme song, I Want This Cake, came from. So that's one of those things that you younger uh, listeners might not have seen, but it was quite popular on the internets in yeah, my it, high school days. It, it, you know, it's, those, it's those retro memes. Yes. So we'll be watching Family Man. And then next week on Cajun Greatness, we have the Cagey Awards. It's the award show where we talk about the things Cage and Travolta related that we love the most. Yeah. How... 50% uh, of the show. You want to just crack some fucking eggshells on the mic, too? <laughs> I mean, also, uh, Wenzel's stealing Cannon's bit. Yeah, he is still Again, like, this is not the first time. They make diet pib? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They make I didn't pib? That. Yeah, I'm pib. Yeah, pib. <laughs> pib zero. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can go for a this pib. Is, this has been our pib zero sponsorship <laughs> moment. Are you listening, pib zero? Yeah. I mean, I like pib zero would like actually pib, sponsor so, us. I mean, I wouldn't say no to a pib sponsorship. Please. <laughs> I mean, we have to drink. It, 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 like we, our video version, we just have a can of Pib Zero in front of each of our microphones. I drink so much Pib, and I oh love God, it. Oh God, the Rock just it. stole my beverage. <laughs> he couldn't say the name because they weren't the sponsor. That was the bit. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> dancing around copyrights, just like we're dancing around ending this show. Uh, but lastly, you can follow me, Patrick, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name. My name is Colt. Find me on Twitter, Colt D zero zero. Make it, make it clap. Do it for this vibe. My name Jeff. Wait, Pat, did you plug the podcast? Yes. Okay. You might have listened <laughs> if you weren't busy drinking soda. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, Justin. Also, known as Shimmy. If you want to hear where you can find me on the internet, go listen to Cajun Greatness. Um. Yeah. Uh, I'm Wenzel. You can follow me uh, on Twitter and Instagram. No, wait. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cut that. Nobody fucking cut that. <laughs> I'm Wenzel. You can follow me on Twitter at WenzelWilkie. You can follow my art Instagram at WenzelWilkie. You have a link tree. You can go follow my letterbox and get reads on there. I talk or I review or rate books or movies or whatever. Thank you. Seems like that Pib's getting to you. <laughs> Pib zero. It has zero <laughs> calories, sugar-free, <laughs> spicy cherry soda. <laughs> and if you drink it, you'll have zero memories. <laughs> <laughs> All the business. Dr. Right Strange Soda. <laughs> oh, fuck. My name is the Jackal once again, and I want the Jackal in the next Spider Man movie. Give us the start of the clone sock. Well, too bad. You're getting Tom Holland holding up a DVD copy of Bruce Willis's The Jackal. That's all you get. Oh, Jesus. Give me the Jack. Anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at JONIIBR24 and John Anderson12 on Letterboxd. <laughs> And I have been that cannon guy. You can find me at that cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. And remember, uh, you either live, wait, uh, you either die with great responsibility or you live long enough to have great power. I don't know how that fucking works. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, you live fine. long enough, you take big shit, die, you make it stinky. Yeah, that, uh, that's what I meant to say, actually. <laughs> Thank you, Colt. That's yeah, what I mean. uh, And also, uh, 
come back next week where we have the final episode of 2021, the AYCH Award. It's yeah. going to be a humdinger. Hey, Cannon, you and I are going to be on that one, right? Which one? The, the All You Can Hear Awards. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure somebody just spruce goose, and I just caught every bit of it. <laughs> Oh my god, what is wrong with you people? Good night, everybody. I'll kill you. Nice. Um.